What's going on, everyone? It's Saturday. It's noon. Well, noon my time. That means it's Saturday, our season gaming big cast time. I was drinking a lot last night. I'm just going to put that out there right out of the gate. So I wish I could me. say that. <laughs> but um, the, the intro is kind of a lie this week. Dan is uh, he's away actually um, helping his daughter get into the uh, college life. And so um, this week it's going to be me and uh, a all star cast of guests. So uh, boom, I'm going to start with you because you are my only returning guest here. So you all know him well. We share similar communities. So Mr. Boomstick, how are you doing, sir? Great to have you back. Oh, man, I'm great. Thanks so much for the invite. Yeah, I'm looking forward to today's show. The topics are fantastic. Of course, I get to meet some new folks, which is always nice. And uh, maybe uh, we can even on the turnaround have them on one of my many shows that I put on yeah. weekly uh, sometime in the future. But yeah, I appreciate the invite, dude. Thanks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I'm excited about is everyone here runs a show uh, or a podcast. So uh, we'll obviously get into that and make sure everyone watching and listening um, has all that information before we get out of here today. Sure. So first time coming, uh, a gentleman who I talk to very, very often, tell almost daily, I think nowadays about <laughs> games, is our friend Mo. Mo, how are you, man? Great to have you on. Thanks, uh, Ainza. I'm good, man. Uh, appreciate being here. Thank you for, for bringing me on and Meeting you two gentlemen as well, uh, yes, I appreciate thank it. You. Um, yeah, man, things are good. You know, uh, Tony Hawk, to be no, here, dude. World's the world's in a good place. Yeah, dude, you know, uh, it's not. It's not. Don't, don't get me started. Gaming wise, my, coll <laughs> my collector's edition got delayed yesterday, and I was pretty annoyed. But then I got the email this morning saying it's ready for pickup. Oh, oh okay. 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 All right. I know. I I actually had two of them ordered. Like I told you, and Amazon emailed me on like Thursday, and they were like, you know, it's not going to be here till like Tuesday or something. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I remember you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Amazon's just a mess lately. Anyway. And coming in straight off the streets, he raced to get here, is our friend Gaz from Game On Daily. I know that uh, I've talked about Game On before. Uh, I know, Gaz, you and I spoke very early when you were getting Game On kind of going. Uh, yeah. And it's been a, a pleasure getting to know you as well. I know we've been on another show together, too. So great to finally have you on BitCast, man. No, thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure being here. I love what you guys do. Always tune in to what you guys do and even... When Game On Daily first started, you guys uh, bounced out at us like, ah, oh, these are the guys we have synergy with. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, really, really uh, honored to be here and really just sorry for the, for my state. You can see from the state from my hair. <laughs> it's no worries. Boom and I are feeling the same thing with our hair right now. So um, I, got, I, got, I got the mohawk thing going on. It's oh, you do got the mohawk. Yeah, you got more than me. You got more than me going on. <laughs> I'm bald, right. man. I just wore a hat. <laughs> you know, my, 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 my wife says the uh, the mohawk is my midlife crisis. And yes, uh -huh. I, 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 but you know what? I was the only police officer with it, so the kids definitely dug me. <laughs> Whatever works, man. Whatever works. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it humanized me, but uh, yeah, listen, you know what? Bald or not, we're all beautiful, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, uh, chat. What's going on? Good to see everyone. Um, we're going to get into it. So before yes. we do, I know Boom's already been on the show, and we've talked through uh, uh, the Dreamcast love. And uh hope that doesn't work dream cast, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to really quick uh talk to Mo and Gaz around uh just to get a little context for their gaming history. So we're not gonna spend a lot of time because we got some stuff to talk about, but gonna do a rapid fire approach here. So Gaz, I'm gonna start with you, man. Um your favorite platform or console of all time since you were a kid. 
Oh, oh God, why are you going to throw me in the deep end? That's hard questions. There. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the get a more honest would... answer that way. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I'm I'm racking my brains on this one, but I think the one that's actually bouncing off uh, out at me and might be uh, biased, but, uh, well directed because of what, what I just watched on Netflix is the Sega Mega Drive. Of course, uh, yeah. That's a Genesis good one. here. Genesis for the, the Genesis. Sorry, yeah. yeah, the Genesis there. Um, the Mega Drive for me was my first console, and it took me. Um, I mean, I can't explain to you. When I saw a first a video game, uh, it was love at first. Like, literally, it was. I can still remember <laughs> what I saw, and I had to have it. So for me, I think it would always be the Sega. You don't have Genesis. to explain that to this crew, man. We get it. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah, dude. So, and then what's your favorite uh, series or or individual game of all time? Very up. I think if you put an individual game, it would be Quake Three Arena, just because of what wow. it did to me. Okay. Yeah. It was really important for me because I just it took it ruined almost ruined my uh, education. <laughs> um, it was yeah, it was pretty. Playing multiplayer all the time. Yeah, oh, I was I was playing. Oh man, you have the stories I could tell you. Uh, yeah. on, uh, I you know I met the uh, Quake Three World Champion there because uh, of oh, that, wow. and um, yeah, I just kicked off with him. It just yeah, there's a legacy with that. Favorite series that I would have to say is Halo uh, for me. Halo has always been just what it did for me again and what it's done for the genre and for console gaming and online gaming because I'm primarily uh, I like to consider myself someone who plays online so yeah. I think Halo the series yeah okay yeah right there nice, with you. Man. All, right. all right real quick but Mo we're just gonna we're gonna I have to pop this up cloud I'm already mad at you we're already talking about Anthem and we're not <laughs> 10 minutes into the show cloud fucking Ryan man damn Anthem I swear <laughs> we can't get away from it <laughs> Hey, listen, people like what they like, man. You know, uh, no, it's like this. It's a it's a running. I think I even have a Anthem 2.0 banner ready at all times. Just whenever <laughs> we get that news. <laughs> but Cloud, thank you for coming by, man. Thanks for the super chat. Appreciate it as always. Um, Mo, same questions, man. So, um, you know, favorite kind of platform as you look back on gaming history. Honestly, man, uh, of all the. I've been playing obviously I'm 37 so I've had a I had an Atari 2600 that was basically my first I don't want to start getting you know all cringe and generic and whatnot but I mean I've been playing for my majority of my life yep. and I really to me my favorite console is the Nintendo GameCube dude really uh, that's, wow. a, that's a strong pick man this I, swear to, I swear to God man I'm telling you because strong of all pick. the con you know Gaz mentioned it you know like with 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 Xbox itself you know the original Xbox Halo yeah. is really what sticks out to me obviously the Ninja Gaiden series and everything and Jade Empire yeah okay so <laughs> you know I mean so every console has had its thing that has always you know given me fond memories of it but the GameCube dude just had so much of what I liked you know you're going from the Mario, you know, the Mario, I mean, despite the fact that it was only Sunshine, Melee, the Metroid Prime, you know, 1 and 2, yeah. Zelda the Wind Waker, which is still my favorite one, Beautiful Joe 1 and 2, I mean... Star Wars, I, uh, dude, yeah, uh, man, the, yeah, the, yeah, the Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron series. I'll even shout out Monkey Ball, just because I'm yeah, going to do that. Dude, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> so I had, uh, you know, and, and Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. I remember when oh, that came yes. out. I was like, is this for real? I'm getting a Metal yeah. Gear Solid game or a remake. So big I just have, I mean, have a know, lot of fond memories with the, with the GameCube. Man. Resident Evil 4, was it an exclusive at one point? See, I, I can't even remember. Yeah. 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 Sure. Oh, yeah. So definitely the GameCube for me. In terms of Boom, series. Boom don't know anything about Resident Evil. Don't listen to him. 
<laughs> that's awesome okay so and uh, i can't remember are you zelda guy what's your favorite series i don't know man honestly it's really tough for me because again you know i i could mention halo i could mention god of war like those two right. those two to me are like the ones that i really that's why they, i put them in my intro animation you know because mm -hmm. like i mean that's one of the pillars of the, these two characters are two of the pillars of gaming along with super mario so yeah. In terms of series, dude, I, I can't even do that to myself, man. Because I, because then I'll just kick myself after. I'll be like, God damn it, I should have said this. I should have said this. So okay. I'll, I'll stay safe. <laughs> and uh, so a couple of other super chats. Hassan, good to see you. And why are all our super chats anthem themed? This is becoming a. This you guys are man. Leave anthem this alone, God damn it! All right. And then of course Bomber coming in with anthem game of the generation. We'll hey, have Bomber, to do it, what's up, dude. We'll do a uh, we'll do an anthem cast and we'll talk. You know about what, man? When anthem makes a the comeback, the no man's sky type of comeback, I want to see these types of messages. No doubt. Yeah. No, then you'll never hear about it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys. Appreciate that. And I, yeah, hey, I, more than any, well, not more than anyone, but I, I liked anthem. Uh, the combat, the, the play. I mean, it was a very fun game. If they can bring it back, fix the loot get the uh you know make the missions meaningful you know just everything that we've already talked about ad nauseum mm -hmm. um it can be a it can be a top tier game no doubt mm -hmm. all right cool let's jump into it so we're going to talk uh first about uh this upcoming ubisoft event uh it's coming this week um on thursday i believe which is the 10th it's uh just for awareness it's at noon pacific three eastern and i believe mm -hmm. that's eight british standard time for you guys guys mm -hmm. um so we already know, uh, you know, we're probably going to see the final details or, you know, lead up to the run up for Watch Dogs and Valhalla. But we finally did get to hear about Gods and Monsters, which has now changed its name to Immortals Phoenix Rising, um, which that's a big that's a pretty big change. I have an opinion on that. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I think you know, depending on how Immortals is received, of course, uh, pretty much confirmed that we're going to see the Prince of Persia remake that was leaked uh, a few weeks ago. You know, I, I, in fact, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago because we had this up on our site from the pre-order that kind of went live. Mm -hmm. um, and Prince of Persia is just, you know, one of those classic franchises as well. So really cool to hear that this could be coming back. Um, as well as, uh, and I don't want to get anyone hyped because we've talked about this, you know, way too many times and it certainly doesn't mean anything, but the Splinter Cell trademark was renewed again. Please, please don't do this to me. <laughs> but remember, do you know how many times I have been wrong about Splinter I mean, every E3. Man. Every user form, whatever it says that. Uh, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like since 2017 with every E3. Like, is this the year? Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this should be a good show. Uh, you know, their last show, it wasn't a bad show, but it showed everything that we already knew, right? It, right. There was no new stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that we're going to get to see this Immortals game. I don't know. I want to get your guys' thoughts, not just on the Immortals, um, but the show in general. And kind of this art style. So this is what we're using for the banner this week. This is apparently a gameplay shot. And it's definitely uh, a little more, I don't know the word I'm looking for, kind of lighthearted, kind of cartoony than I was anticipating this game being. Um, not that that's a bad thing, you know. Um, but what do you, Boom, I'll start with you, man. When you think about this show for Ubisoft coming on Thursday and you think about Prince of Persia remake coming back, 
what would you like to see there? What would you like to see out of this Immortals new IP as well? You know, I'm actually kind of, uh, I'm a little dis well, not disappointed. I'm, I'm sad for Ubisoft, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that, I, I listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. This, this is going to be the first show that I expect to say, and it's the first time I'm ever going to say this, don't expect Splinter Cell. I, I don't think they know what they want to do with this game. And, you know, a good friend of the show, you you, you know who I'm talking about, um, Randall Thor, a couple of years ago, actually talked to someone that played it, the next-gen version, and they scrapped it. So okay. why they scrapped it, who knows, right? Uh, it was real. It was real. But unfortunately, it never, you know, it, it never appeared. Uh, Gods and Monsters, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at some of the most popular games, like, right now, lifelike graphics are just not, are not leading the charge. I mean, I mean, you can say whatever you want about Fortnite, right? Right. Again, different genre, sure, but it's the cartoon graphics. Even something like Fall Guys, right? I can't stop playing that game. I am the game's so fantastic, man. I love it, dude. I'm, I'm, awesome, I'm, just, I'm just about to hit level twenty-five, and, and this was this was free. This this the whole Fall Guys thing reminds me of when Rocket League came for free on a PlayStation. 4, yeah, yeah, right? very similar. It exploded on the scene. Now, Gods and Monsters. You know what? I mean, listen, it has that Fable kind of a look to it, right? Like, if you remember when Fable first came out, it has those types of graphics. Listen, if the control is there, if there's a strong story, if there's customization, uh, I, I think it could work. I, I, I Listen, sure. it's, it's certainly much different than what Ubisoft has done. I mean, we're, we're very... Uh, used to the 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 quote unquote Ubisoft way, like big open world. You got to get to this tower. You got to shoot a bunch of bad guys. You got to sneak into this base here. Mm -hmm. This is this is very different. So I'm listen. I, I'll say this, and I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, outside of Capcom, which is by far my all time favorite uh, developer of all time, uh, sure. I think that for this particular generation, Ubisoft has been dropping bombs. Uh, if you look at what they did again, I don't know where, where your your mileage is when it comes to Assassin's Creed, um, but I cannot wait for uh, uh, you know for Valhalla because okay. I put forty days into Odyssey. Holy <laughs> crap! Yeah, forty days. Mm -hmm. wow, and uh, and, I, and I and I put just as much into um, Origins. I just <laughs> loved. I loved it. So, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. I, I think that this is something interesting, and and you know why it's a little bit even more um, secretive that gets me excited is because all the big boys that we know are coming. That show is done. This is something different. That's true. So we're gonna get. We may get to see stuff again. Maybe a little bit smaller. Like Prince mm -hmm. of Persia coming back is huge, man. Yeah. I mean that's a mm -hmm. classic franchise, and if they can do justice to it. And they can add some different things like they did. Because, you know, obviously when um, Assassin's Creed Origins came out, it was a, a much different removal from the original ones that we were playing. It oh, had yeah. very similar, you know, uh, characteristics, but the RPG element was there. I'm kind of hoping they do that with uh, Prince of Persia, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. And I see a uh, quick shout out to Dan, who's in the chat. He's, uh, I think he's up in Chicago. Uh, hey, he Dan. Well, Dan, stop and by. Just remind everyone, hashtag cancel Dan. Um, <laughs> it looks like we finally got there. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so uh, Gaz, I'm going to jump to you, man. So, uh, you know, exactly what Boom said, right? We've got this new IP. It looks like something different. And I forgot to mention, by the way, guys, that this did show up on the Xbox stores releasing on December 3rd. Um, so this could be a game. It, it seems to be a game that's coming prior to the end of the year uh, and could be one of those early contenders for a uh, Series X kind of upgrade. If you, you know, if Ubisoft is, is working on that already. Um, mm -hmm. but guys, where are you in Prince of Persia and this new IP? Um, yeah, so I would love to see a Prince of Persia remake happen. Um, going, touching on the point on visuals, there was an interesting discussion there about, you know, the, the visual style of the game and, you know, uh, how games are moving away from having that typically realistic kind of look. Yeah. I do kind of wish, having talked about both games together, that well, at least Prince of Persia kind of goes into the more realistic direction. I know that might be a controversial for some P Prince of Persia fans, but, um, you know, I don't know if you guys are all agree, but I'm seeing a few person. This is a, pers a case of personal taste, but I just see too many games going down that route for me. I just want to see. I feel like, particularly because we're coming up to next gen. I know this is not a next gen game, but generally because we're coming up to next gen, I'm kind of dying to see something a little bit more realistic. Something like you know, if God of Splinter Cell was released, and if, if that's cartoony, I'm gonna hang you my hair out. out. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but and, and this is not a, a slight on Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Um, it looks good. The visual style, I think, it might suit it. It's a new IP. I mean, what can you? Uh, can't really critique it that much. But sure. with, but with, if it Prince of Persia comes out in the vein of something like this i doubt it will why would it but it's something a little bit more realistic that would be good um mm -hmm. um and yeah i need to see a little bit more of immortals phoenix rising to for me to be excited um because ubisoft's usual template and this, my best friend works at ubisoft so if he's watching this i'm sorry but um, <laughs> and he knows these are my views but i think ubisoft um typically play their formula they wear it thin too much there's a particular yes. ubisoft formula and i just want them to um, kind of make a you know a little bit of a divergent you know uh, leap to something else there because I think that's kind of war thin, um, and, and it's a bit premature for me to blame you know or, or accuse Immortals Phoenix Rising of falling under that trap. I'm just worried that it might go down that route. So something yeah. different, not you know not like in the vein of Assassin's Creed or something like that. Well, so I think they, they talked about that too. Is you know part of the reason I think that this game, as Gods and Monsters, got pulled back and Skull and Bones, by the way, which we still haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, there's yet, that too. Um, is they talked about that as their games were feeling too samey and the same formula and things of that nature, right? So <laughs> there's Asa <laughs> in chat. I say so. Mo, you, are, you, you are Asa. Sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, where are you at on these, man? I could touch. Uh... Okay, for the gods and uh, the gods and monsters visuals, the opinion I had earlier, I just think they went with a more epic name by going Immortals Phoenix Rising. I think Gods and Monsters was a little bit different, and they could have just kept it that. You know, it had like a solid entry point uh, idea or conceptual idea. You know, I gods like and monsters. Yeah, I don't, know, yeah, I, 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 I don't know why. You know, and then the screenshots that came out, it's obviously you know mythological creatures and whatnot. Yeah. So it, we just have a sense of what we're looking at. We still don't know how it's going to play, but. In terms of the formula itself, I'll kind of touch on what Gaz was saying. Me personally, I'm uh, I like what Ubisoft has done to push you know gaming forward, but I think their formula has become too repeated and too dry. That's for my tastes because 
I've been yeah. seeing the same formulas in the Assassin's Creed games and the Division games and uh, whatever Far Cry. Far Cry. You know, I mean, yeah. and I'm and I started one nice. I became really annoyed with that, you know. But then when I started hearing about their creative heads and how they kept them in this bubble, you know, there was like this creative bubble that they wouldn't let them get out of. And maybe that was, I think that was around the same time that these, uh, you know, that yeah, thing well, that, that you were mentioning earlier. Really, guy who apparently controlled everything is gone now because of the sexual yeah, allegations, right? right. Yeah, he's right, gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he was the one that, and really where I started to really get annoyed with it was that article that came out where apparently they were going to do some type of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table game. Yeah. And he just completely shat on that because he yeah. didn't, he wanted it to be like Lord of the Rings-esque or whatever the hell that means. So... <laughs> I, I do hope they do something different, principally because Prince of Persia itself. We were since you guys were touching on it. I I wouldn't expect it to look, you know, to have that cartoony vibe, uh, because generally, you know, historically, it never really had a cartoony vibe. It was, I mean, they were pretty technically sound, you know, from uh, from what I remember. I mean, they had some really great visuals. They were known for it, especially uh, Sands of Time, you know, yeah, with the uh, with the yeah. blooming and yeah. uh, and with the bloom effects and whatnot. So. I do think they will go down that route. I think if they make it, boom, just to kind of touch on what you were saying, I think if they end up doing that itself, because remember, Assassin's Creed, the early ideas for Assassin's Creed were Prince of Persia. Yes. That was supposed to be, the, if you remember correctly, and then it yep. kind of became its own thing, and it formed its own thing, and now we have the Assassin's Creed series. So I think if they try to do that again with Prince of Persia, I don't know if that's something that I would like, because it, you know, with the previous games, I'm a big fan of the of the series. Of so classic, if they, okay. Yeah, if they want to make these large, if they want to make the levels larger and have multiple approaches to the way that you can solve things or whatnot, yeah, I'm all for that, you know. But to make it the same way and to give it those heavy RPG elements, I think would be taking away from the game itself and what it really was, you know. It's really puzzle solving and using the time, the time effects, the time reversal and whatnot. So all these distractions and these other RPGs that they make, I think would kind of take a little away from that. So that I. Did At you like the last one that they released? The one that was uh, like a cartoon kind of a graphics, like the cell shaded uh, Prince of Persia, where when you when you yeah, fell off the I wall. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I, I actually, I did. I liked it. You know, I liked it to a sense, but I felt like the game just never punished you. You know, it, the, the 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 scope of it was, it was there was no risk and reward. For no, what there was did. no risk yeah. and reward. Mm-hmm. So because I used to look at it, I'm like, okay, if I die here, well, the girl's gonna rescue me, so let me just jump. You know, so <laughs> that's really how it was. You know, yeah. there was there was you didn't have that fear of like, oh shit, I can't do this. No, no, no. You know, I don't have enough reversal sand or whatever it is. So it's. Yeah, so I liked the, where they were going. They had a lot of great ideas. I thought the color, you know, the, the the visual style they used was beautiful, but I just think the execution fell a little bit short in terms of what they were trying to do. Yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting to see what they do here. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and mm-hmm. especially if, if it's if it's a remake, if they've chosen Sands of Time or a different game, we don't really know, right? Because a, a remake nowadays can be so many things. We don't, we don't know. But in terms mm-hmm. of Immortals, um, Gods and Monsters is just easier to say, too. I'm just going to call it Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters is... Um, I'm hoping <laughs> I, to I see. would like that, too. <laughs> yeah, it's so, Immortals Phoenix Rising is just a... That's a mouthful, man. Um, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm curious to see you know, how the game looks in motion, right? These couple screenshots, that's all we have right now. So it, it could be yeah. very fluid in motion. I'm also curious to see what type of depth it has, right? Are mm-hmm. we talking about game that's very surface level depth and this is a smaller game or are we talking about something that's a big rpg with you know customization and loot oh, and yeah. rpg elements and you know whatever else um 
So really no idea, but I am excited for the show. Um, you know, before we jump to the next topic, I didn't even put this on our on our uh, list here, guys, but I did want to touch on the fact, um, and we were kind of joking about this before we went live, yeah. but we're, we're now a week into September. Um, <laughs> I know where you're going with it. Yeah, we're coming up on the second week of September, and uh, we still have nothing from Xbox nor PlayStation. Um, not even a show to look forward to at this point. Now, the rumor is this is... We've heard this for months now, but the rumor right. is this week is we're going to get the news on when the next shows are going to be. And I could certainly see that happening based on what I've heard. But yeah. still, the fact that we're going to hear about when shows are happening the second week of September, which yeah. is six weeks, seven weeks to launch, um, is baffling to me, guys. <sighs> Look, uh, I'll, I'll say this. I, I have been gaming for over 40 years. My first, my yep. first controller was 1978 when my dad brought home the Atari 2600. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, an old, I'm the old guy in the room because I'm going to be 50. Uh, I may not look it, but I'm going to be 50 at the You're end of wealthy. the You're wealthy. You really don't. So thank <laughs> I'm, you. I'm, I'm shocked, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I, I, you know what it is? It's the kid in me that keeps me alive. I still collect toys. I mean, come on. I mean, I was, I'm was. i I'm devastated I didn't get the collector's edition for Avengers. We were just well, talking God, about <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about, Boom. You should probably cut that out. This oh, area. yeah, right. You don't, yeah, of course. You don't have a skateboard behind you. But I, I got to say, I, I have, uh, I've owned every, see, I, I, obviously, I live in the United States. And I can, I can say with, 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 without any chink in the armor, I've owned every console in this country has ever released. And I've used to import. I used to import everything. I just, it, it's my thing. It's my, Always, video games have always been my thing. So I always yeah. went went out of my way to support it. And yeah. I, in the history of gaming, have never seen the inconsistent behavior. Now I get COVID. I absolutely understand that this world that's turned on its ear in a way that none of us ever. I, I've never seen anything like this. Right. You know, and I and, and and again, not to kind of bring it down. I was there for nine eleven. Right. So I was down at ground zero for over two months. So I know what the world looks like when it's on its ass. Mm -hmm. But I've never seen anything like this yeah. with the world the way it is right now. So I understand there's a tremendous amount of of difficulties with uh, you know getting things done. I, I absolutely get that. But my goodness, this game of chicken that uh, that both <laughs> Sony and Microsoft are playing in regards to this price thing. And again, we were talking about this uh, uh, before, Mo. Price. Listen, I have the money. It's it's ready to go. It's been ready to go. I've been saving gift cards since last birthday. <laughs> to get ready because I want everything. Like for for Sony, I'm going to buy the console and I'm getting the disc version. I, I'm not doing digital. Yeah, right. I'm painting myself into a corner. But I'm buying every piece of peripheral. I've always done that for every gaming launch since I could remember. So I'm mm -hmm. getting everything. So the money is there. But you know what? I would like to lock this stuff in with a reserve at least. Right. At, you know, so I can know that I'm going to get one. You know, right. give us give it give us an idea. And the fact that, like, like Ains was just saying, seven weeks away from the potentially, because obviously the stuff leaked with uh, Microsoft yep. for November sixth, yep. the controller, right? So we we have an idea. They've said November, so we know it's November. But man, this is, you know what? It, it's making this. The world is already stressful. I don't need this on top of it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, it, you can't. You can't. Uh, I agree with you, Boom. Uh, you can't 
put this all on COVID because ultimately it's a policy yeah. decision. You just yes, you've matched everything yeah, else. Absolutely. They, they yeah. know. Yeah, it's not like they they couldn't share, right? They're not prevented from sharing. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're not. It's a perfect storm of obviously COVID-related delays, but really spurred on by the fact that things are very different this gen. Price is so fundamentally important when yeah. it comes to the, yeah. the next gen. Uh, yeah, I mean, you remember, I think it was a, a I forgot his name now, uh, Jim Ryan, sorry. Um, he, um, yeah, he, 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 you know, famously said, you know, on PlayStation 4, when the Microsoft announced their price, they, they had people running up and down the halls, jumping yeah. and celebrating yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> how fundamentally important uh, price is. And it's compounded by the fact that now you've got two SKUs for both. You know, we all know Xbox Series S is happening. Yeah. And Sony are the ones that are worried, I think, in my opinion, because there's a pincer movement that um, yes. that um, uh, that Xbox can create uh, against PlayStation, yeah. uh, just by virtue of the Series S existing. Um, that's um, that's put um, PlayStation on the defensive, and even the digital version. You, you know, you have to ask how much cheaper can that be? So, I think it's um, it's it's a weird one. I think I think when I was on a I was on Dealer Gaming's podcast. He said he suggested that you'd go into a shop, and the the shopkeeper would just whisper the price to you and just pay for it. <laughs> Boom! You're ready. You said you're you're ready to buy all the peripherals, so you're that will suit you absolutely fine. Dude, no listen, I, you know I, again for me, and I, I think everyone on this panel plus people in the chat will agree, gaming is a celebration to me. It always has been. It's always mm. been. No matter how bad anything go is going on in life, opening up a new console. It's like Christmas, even if it happens in, in June, right? It's always yeah. an experience. And getting he's going to get emotional. And, and, and getting every peripheral <laughs> is, listen, it's, it's the new toy. Who doesn't want to open up new toys? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Did you see that picture? I, one of the Xbox staff members posted it yesterday, but she was sitting at a coffee table in the office and had the Series X with a Master Chief pop. And an Xbox foam finger, like oh, sitting all together. See that, man. Man, that's really? it, like, oh man, that's pretty I'm cool, ready. Man. That's I'm ready. Awesome. So, I uh, uh, for this, I do. Uh, I'm sorry, Ains, were you about to say something? No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So, I do agree with you guys. Um, the, I mean, look, it, you can only say so many times in so many languages about how ridiculous this entire thing is. You know, I mean, I mean I'm not going to say anything different than what you just said. You, you think you stated it perfectly. But the thing is, is we're not just talking about eight weeks, right? Like, yeah, this has never something like this has never happened before. You know, two months, less than two months before the, you know, the supposed uh, reveals of these consoles. I'm sorry, the availability of these consoles. Right. Historically, we've known all the shit that we've needed to know at least three, four months in a, ahead of time. Yeah, and I'm just saying, and I'm being nice here. At, at least I said, <laughs> yeah, at a minimum. So, this whole game of chicken, I'm not exactly sure what it is at this point because they have to know that people are already committed to buying this console. Just basically, just based on Sony themselves, who said that they were increasing production from five to ten million because they realized that there's going to be a higher demand than they had originally yeah. thought to be. So if you already know that all this shit is going to happen, what I, I'm not sure what the apprehension is from both sides besides the game of chicken, right? I think they, like you guys were saying earlier too, about the whole, you know, undercutting the other. Guys, we're eight weeks away and we're talking about prices. Microsoft still has a console to show. Yeah, there's still there's still another console, you know, that has. So I mean, what I I don't understand, you know. So 
it's just been a big excuse my language but it's just a big clusterfuck you know like i mean just just let us already <laughs> underappreciated word we yeah, need man. to bring yeah, into the main it, it really is man like it's just <laughs> i don't I, I don't understand and that's why we were saying before the show it's like hey if most majority of people who are into gaming and the news and whatnot they pretty much know what to expect right yeah. i pretty much laugh at anybody who thinks that these consoles are going to cost four hundred dollars i think it's it's a fallacy to me that anybody even believes that because of all the tech available inside of it, I don't think they're going to cost anything less than four ninety nine. Four ninety nine is going yeah. to be the entry point, okay? And then whatever you can bounce between that. But to think that you know they're like, oh well, historically Sony has released for three ninety nine. Yeah, historically Sony has given you guts of a machine that were four years old, dressed up in a shiny new plastic box, <laughs> right? Which is what the PS four was yes. when the when the PS four became available. That tech was already like three years old, right? Three or four years old. Not right now. It's not the case. That's what I'm trying to, that's what I try to explain. It's like, guys, we're getting some state-of-the-art shit here. This is all brand new stuff. Like, yeah. it's not. I mean, some so, of the stuff, some of the technology is not even available on PC, right? No, so, it's I not, mean, no as of now, it's, it's not. Cool. So save money. You know what you're going to, to buy. You don't need to wait for them to tell you how much it's going to cost. You know exactly what you're going to spend and how you're going to spend it. So just put money on the side if you're able to. It, it's, I mean, the old, it's the old thing, right? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's a that's a good saying, man. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah no, that's good. Way that's more good. than you think you're gonna need. Oh yeah, uh, I, I can afford um, everything now that I've got the bloody uh, Nvidia RTX card. <laughs> yeah, the thirty ninety. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, impressive show. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna address this real fast, Asa. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Do I know how to approve how to use this board? Um, so this one, no, because that's a collector's thing. Um, I do have a skateboard here at home. I started skating several years ago, um, again with my son. Uh, so, you know, when you start Tony Hawk and you're in the tutorial and it shows you how to roll forward, that's about where I am right now. So that's about it. Yeah. So, uh, technically I can stand on it and move. So I think I accomplished, can I use the board? Yes, but not to the level, uh, you're seeing in the game. Right. Right. Yeah, I got, I got suspended from my school because I let um, let a kid uh, with some uh, with a dis disability actually uh, on the on the board. Was, uh, oh, so skateboarding always. He was he was cool. He was a cool kid. He was having so much fun. Uh, but yeah, so skateboarding had has a little bit element of PTSD with me. So every time I'm seeing that, flashbacks of teachers shouting at me and me suspended from school. Oh man! <laughs> nah, no worries. He's welcome Sorry. to join us. Say what's Everybody's up. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right so real quick staying on uh playstation real quick uh one of the things i wanted to touch on was we got their corporate report from sony mm -hmm. um earlier this week beginning of the week and uh, of course you know as with any corporate report it calls out the playstation division which when it comes to sony is a, a growing part of their annual revenue right. uh, and has been for several years now yeah um so it, it's it's almost scary in a way how much of Sony's revenue is PlayStation based now. I think if I'm, I'm going off from memory, but I want to say it's like 27%, which is that's it's, significant. That's the um, alpha dog, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, but PlayStation's growing, you know, mm -hmm. prof in terms of profitability. So it's still mm -hmm. good news. Um, but real quick, they mentioned that they currently have 14 studios as part of what they refer to as their WWS, which is Worldwide Studios, mm -hmm. um, which is an interesting thing, right? Because we know uh, Xbox has 15 now, but PlayStation has 14. And they said, just like Xbox, that they're still looking to uh, potentially acquire, you know, uh, continue to expand and acquire first party studios. Um, but the one I wanted to touch on, of course, which became the news was that um, 
you know, they've seen success with their first party titles on PC, which should not come as a surprise, you know, to anyone. Um, and they're going to look into expanding that offering in future first party titles to quote, promote further growth and profitability. So I don't think anything surprising here at all. Um, this is just from a business perspective. I think all of us and many others have been saying this for a long time. It's at the end of the game, it's always the same thing, right? It's money. And at, at the end of the day, um, if PlayStation starts seeing like games like Horizon Zero Dawn or Death Stranding or other, other first party published titles are making money on PC, you're oh, yeah. going to see more of those titles on PC. I mean, that's oh, yeah. just how it is. Yeah. So they didn't mention, of course, we, we know that Xbox is taking the approach of day and date, which is a very, you know, very different approach fundamentally than um, mm -hmm. something like Horizon, which came a few years after release on PS4. Right. Um, However, um, I think this is pretty good news. Uh, your thoughts, guys, do you ever see, the, the question I want to ask you is, do you ever see Play, PlayStation, excuse me, getting to a place where they're like Microsoft and are willing to put first-party titles on PC day and date? Or do you think PlayStation is too far invested in their generational talk and console talk to, uh, to risk you know, anything in that market space? Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mo, I'll start with you on this one, man. Yeah, I think you touched on it. Uh, I do think, I think the philosophies themselves right now couldn't be any more different. You know, with the two, with the two uh, giants, basically. Well, two of the giants. Um, Sony themselves have always been about, you know, exclusives, uh, console generations, platforms. You know, they've always been the type that's just like, hey, we're making these games, we're making these fantastic games, and if you want to play them, you have to jump on our machine. So that's just what their mantra is, right? And I always talk about this on my own show is about how really clever Microsoft is because the way that it happened this generation is it looks like they, they, they've tried to fix as many things as they possibly can. And they got to a point where they're like, okay, look, we're not going to be able to do this. So why don't we try to change the market in a different way? Mm -hmm. So what they've done now is... Now everything is cross-generational, whether it's accessories or yeah. whether it's games or whether it's your backlog or whatever the hell it is, right? And they've gotten to a point now where any decision, main decision that's made in the industry, you really think about whether that's pro-consumer or not, right? And I think that's really because of the way Xbox has handled it because they've actually shifted the market in that sense to make you think that way, you know, even if it's subconscious. Now everything is judged on whether it's pro-consumer or not. So to go back to Sony... That's not their, that's not what they want to do. And they don't care, you know, because they have the sales, they have the games, they have the whatever it is. So they know if you are invested into their ecosystem from before, you're going to invest into their ecosystem again. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why they want to buy more studios and increase their production and whatnot, because they know this is what their bread and butter is. So to answer the question, I'm sorry, man, I went off on a tangent. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, man. Good stuff, man. That's what it's all about. To, <laughs> so to really to go off, to go back to the PC thing, I don't think that they're going to go day and date because it's a different philosophy. Yep. Sony yep. is, despite the fact that they know that they are able to squeeze so much out of these games now, you know, with Horizon Zero Dawn and Detroit Becomes Human and whatever, and... I love the fact that they're bringing them to the PC because there's a lot of people that I know that don't have a PlayStation and they want to play these games. So for me, it's fantastic and it's good for Sony because it's a it's a it's a strategy move. It's a business strategy move, but they're not going to take away from their own sales as well. You know, because don't forget the PC is a huge open platform. 
you know, and they know that if they end up releasing day and date, how many millions of people are just going to sit there and be like, why do I need to buy a PlayStation? I might as well, you know, like, I mean, if, you, if Demon's Souls is coming. Let me tell you coming. something. Their fan base is rabid, and I think what yes. you would have is revolting in the streets. Like, if you... <laughs> Listen, come on, man. We, we I mean, we could, we got to be honest here. The, the PlayStation community is, to its own fault at times, overly excitable when it comes to their brand, and I love that. I, I, I think that if you keep the toxicity out of it, it's yeah. a, it's, it's a great community because they, they love PlayStation. Now, yeah. what we have to look at is Jim Ryan as, as a leader. Uh, if you look at what Jim has done in Europe. PlayStation has outsold Xbox eight to one mm -hmm. in Europe. And, and, yeah. and before this generation, Microsoft did pretty well in the UK, did pretty well in the EU, right? Mm -hmm. Jim found a way to turn that around. He's a, he's a shark of a businessman. Yeah, absolutely. He really, really is. And, you know, and again, on one hand, you look at what Microsoft is doing. See, this this is why when I talk a couple of weeks ago on what on my show, they're going down the same path, but at some point that it forks. Sony's going doing their thing, very yeah. traditional, right? Console, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. first party, single player, and Microsoft is kind of just doing their own thing. They're both going to succeed now without without even question. I think they're going to sell more PlayStation fives because that's what Sony does. They yeah. sell consoles. That's their thing. Would they still sell consoles if games drop day and date? Man, that's a good question because if you look at what Microsoft has done in the last, let's say, six weeks, they had five out of the top ten games in Steam, right, yeah. that were yeah. up there. I mean, mm -hmm. and they were making that. Listen, Microsoft is, may not be uh, number number one or even number two in console sales, but they are making money hand over fist. Oh yeah, because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of their services, and because games are available, you know, um, day and date on the PC, PC, come on, let's call it like it is. It is an untapped market when you talk about video games because it's such a vibrant and it's a packed uh, platform. And those gamers, they don't want to wait. So Microsoft has tapped into that again, different from Sony. I think that, uh, I think, again, this is trying to really keep the fanboy shenanigans out of it. Yeah, I yeah. That your diehard community, in my opinion, would feel betrayed by Sony if they did day and date. Uh, I, I would love to... Uh, listen, I've been calling for um, uh, PS Now to become Xbox Game Pass because yeah. I would love to invest in an ecosystem like that that gave me games day and date that I didn't have to buy unless I wanted to, right? Yeah. But uh, you know what? I th again, I, I put a lot of arguments here. In my opinion, I think Sony, even though they would have to weather a little bit of a storm, I think they're leaving money on the table by not doing day and date. That's just my opinion. For for PS Now, not PC. Yes. You mean? Yeah, yeah. No, for, no, for yeah, for yeah, for, uh, for for PC. The PS Now. I, I'm sorry, I brought in, brought that into the conversation. I <laughs> want them to do a Game Pass thing, but. It, bringing games to PC would, I don't, you know, when everyone always says, well, why do I got to buy an Xbox? I have a PC. I don't have a PC. I, I, I run my whole show off a, off a Surface Pro. You know what I'm saying? I don't have, I don't have a rig. Rigs are expensive. I've always mm -hmm. been a, 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 a console kind of a dude. So right. when you hear that people throw that around, I mean, listen, 
the percentage and we and, and this is fact folks the, the percentage of people that that currently on pc play in 4k ultra is probably less than 15 percent of the community yeah it's right? very low oh yeah yeah absolutely i, I, so, I believe that oh yeah so i mean you people are still most most gamers are playing in 1080p and maybe they're just maybe, maybe the frame rate's a little higher they're not playing on ultra settings so the the, the argument of well, why buy a PS5 if I can play on PCs? Because people don't have PCs that can play games that are going to mm -hmm. be as stout on the PlayStation 5. So for me, if I was running the show, and they'd probably be out of business, I would risk doing day-and-date launches for the fact that you're going to sell more copies of the game. A game like Spider-Man, let's just say, right? As of today's date, we know it sold 15 million. That's awesome. That's one of my favorite games. I platinumed it. Loved it. Yep. But there's 114 and a half million PlayStation 4s. Are you saying that 100 million people didn't play Spider-Man? But if you if you launch that on PC, I guarantee you, you double your numbers. Double your numbers easily. Yep. Again, I was sorry I went on a tangent. I just had to no, get my, my, my thoughts. Oh, no, you're fine, man. And, and uh, guys, we'll get to you on the same topic. We did get a super chat from SM. Five pound or five quid. I'll say quid. Five quid super chat. Hey guys, where do you reckon Google Stadia will fit into this? So that's a whole nother, you know, thing we can unpack. So, so Gaz, why don't we start with uh, PlayStation on PC and your thoughts to what Mo and, and Boom just said, and then we can tackle Stadia on the on the tail end. Thank you for the super chat, SM. Uh, hi, 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 thanks, SM. I can actually tackle that very quickly and I'll answer the question with one word: nowhere. Uh, back to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So back to the topic at hand. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with um, everything you guys have said. Um, I, I also said this on the RDX podcast. I think Sony are actually, and Mo, you touched upon this and you hit the nail on the head again. Sony are in a good position here with, see, yeah. with, with Microsoft, they, I wouldn't say it's genius that they had had gone down this PC route. I think it's it's almost it became a necessity because they yeah. were so badly faring with the Xbox One and uh, that they were on the defensive that they had to go ahead and pander to the PC crowd, which ultimately ultimately actually paid off because it seems like the industry is working that way anyway mm -hmm. because PC gaming is growing um, or as, as far as I can see it is. It's uh, it's growing to prominence, not to the point where consoles are irrelevant, but it, it is it, it is a growing market. And so that it, it worked out. It worked out because in combination with what Xbox is doing really impressively with Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Did uh, did that work out? Um, and it's it's great to see you know uh, Microsoft titles in the top five on Steam, despite the fact that a lot of these are on Game Pass as well. You know, yes. like Sea of Thieves. It's crazy to me. Um, so yeah, I, I think Sony actually will never. I think tactically it would be stupid for them to do that. Um, to to have them day and date uh, out on one PS Now, unless they want to take PS Now seriously, because. They don't need to do that at this stage. Right. They get double dip as well. They will. They will not announce because Microsoft were are obliged to now release their games on PC because that's the strategy. And historically, the PC crowd felt betrayed by Microsoft because it had its, uh, you know, legacy there. Yeah. yeah and so there was always a, an obligation. Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. There was always an obligation for Microsoft to go ahead and do them justice. They yeah. never did that until recently. Whereas PlayStation really doesn't have that legacy, so mm -hmm. um, uh, you know what it will do um, quite cleverly. Uh, cleverly is 
get make sure people buy their games on PlayStation and you know not let you know when the games will come out on PC. Not all of them will come out on PC. Some will, so that people still have to be invested in that PlayStation ecosystem, or mm. they have to buy a PlayStation. I think it's a clever move. Um, and I, I, if I was working at PlayStation, I said, you know, just keep it that way. Talking about <laughs> rabid fanboys, oh my god, I've uh, I saw my fair share of like I saw someone issue death threats uh, because Jesus. he was like, oh, how dare you? Like, how wow. does this affect you so bad? Yeah. It's it's taking, taking this a bit too far. So yeah, I, 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 I yes. yeah, I think, but that, but that puts them in a strategic uh, back foot as far as. Um, uh, PlayStation Now is concerned. I mean, I know they're separate topics, but going back to PlayStation Now, actually, um, you know, it'll, despite the the sale figures you mentioned, you know, they're dwarfing uh, Microsoft. There's consoles saying two to one. PlayStation Now, look, the last time the figures were released, you're, you're oh. looking at over 10 million Xbox Game Pass surprises uh, su subscribers versus 2.2 million. Yeah, I was just going to say one of the things I didn't put on here in this corporate report was that PlayStation Now is at 2.2. Uh, but game pass is higher than 10 it's, it's yeah, yeah actually, as a matter of fact i talked to somebody i again small source uh they're over 15 million they just yeah. haven't announced it Continuing wow. to, so that's insane that's insane for a console that's being outsold two to one um and so sony will have to really they're watching that very very closely and i tell you when they'll watch it really closely launch of the consoles but yes. things are very expensive had halo not delayed and this is why it's such a gargantuan dent to what the xbox series x is yeah that xbox game pass's value is already massive yep. it's massive but having buying a console and then just subscribing to how much money you save how much money mm -hmm. do you save oh. a day one on launch so sony would be celebrating that massively it's a huge huge um uh, win for sony in the short run that halo got delayed but yeah. That 10 or 15 million versus your 2.2, it's a worrying figure. And you do not want to be on the back foot. Sony can always change that, by the way. You can mm -hmm. just make sure that they change their policy. But I really, really cannot see them changing their policy on first-party titles mm -hmm. uh, coming day and date on PS Now. Especially not anytime soon. Yeah, mm -hmm. not anytime soon. If it does, it'll happen mid-gen or next-gen. Um, and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that if that happens, I'll be very surprised. It'll be a big, big event. That'll be a seismic shift in the industry, anyway. Listen, yeah. man, I, I want to just want to touch on one thing. I'm sorry, Ains, uh, before you we get on. Good no, so, you know, you touched on something, Gaz, right now when you were talking about, you know, the the launch, you know, and how it's going to be and whatnot. As as disappointed as we all were in what happened with Halo Infinite, and like you said, you know, it, it was it was it was definitely a dent to the launch of the Series X. The one mm -hmm. thing about the Series X that the PS5 cannot claim is you can buy the next Xbox console right out of the store and not have to buy a single game for it. Yes, that's a great point, dude. You can go home, you can set up your Game Pass Ultimate subscription. And all these games that are going to be in their library that is going to be upscaled or, or upgraded for next gen, dude, you could walk in paying 500 bucks or whatever it's going to cost and not have to buy a single game. Now, because a degenerate. Like, like, game yeah. demo. <laughs> what the? I, I know, but I'm just saying, though, because of the, of the fact that there are some games themselves, you know, like. Uh, medium. Yeah. I mean, I, medium yeah. is part of Game Pass, right? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that, that will be. So the whole point is is you don't have to, right? And that's the thing that Sony's different from, right? Sony is just like, hey, if you want this PlayStation 5, 
you're going to have to buy the game. But you know what, though? I do appreciate that from a sense as well, because look, man, Sony, when it comes to advertising and marketing, they know how to hit you. They know yeah. exactly where to pinch you, right? So what they do is they tell you, hey, like, okay, the Series X itself, the Series X itself, what a lot of us fans of the console or of Xbox itself have been wondering is why have you not given us what we're going to be paying into this machine i'm paying yeah. five five hundred and fifty dollars on day one why have you not proven to me that my 550 bucks on day one is going towards something different than what the older crowd is getting right i'm sorry this is selfish but i'm being honest here if i'm gonna pay that much money on launch day indulge me make it's me feel special expensive. you know yeah like i mean make me feel like what i'm paying right now is actually worth it otherwise i'll stay on my one x like i happily will which i'm not going to but I'm just saying, but the PlayStation five, what they're doing is they're, this is why their philosophies are different because Sony's yeah. just like, well, if you want to play Spider-Man, oh, well, if you want to play the new Ratchet and Clank, you buy a PS five, but don't worry. It'll look a lot better than what you're used to already with these little cute particle effects and the ray tracing and all this <laughs> other shit that we're seeing. So they, I, it's, 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 I think Sony's yeah. talking good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm telling you, dude. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, and that's why it works for them. That's my whole point. It works for them. They know that there's a market for it. And like Boom was saying, the fans are rabid. Dude, they'll eat that up, you know? And the good thing about it is they know how to give that to you in a package. They know how to tell you, like, hey, you're buying, you're spending this much money on the PS5 day one. Here, we'll make it worth your while. You have to buy games, but we'll make it worth your while. <laughs> you know, you know, the one thing I the one thing I love about Sony, and I talk about this on my show all the time, is their their, their marketing arm is like Hulk Hogan's 24-inch Python. Like it is <laughs> the biggest in the business. It's really, it really is impressive. But the one thing that Sony knows how to do and they've done it this entire generation is sell hope and mm -hmm. all they need to do is put out a trailer and people will immediately reserve that console when it's reservable right i mean how many playstation 4s did they sell in the year of dreams in 2015 do you remember that e3 i mean i walked away from yeah. that thing that i cannot believe what i just saw now, granted, <laughs> we had to wait several years for many of those games, but they Poor dreams, talk, yeah. I'm talking about it. Look, folks, guys, that's just how I'm into it. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about E3 2015, <laughs> right? I mean, that's how excited I was. They sell hope. They make people want to run out mm -hmm. and buy a console. And, and, and getting to what Mo was saying, I, and listen, I'm a, I had Major Nelson. I interviewed Major Nelson. On the 23rd of July, and mm -hmm. they and 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 PR reached out to me again. My channel is only 5,000 subs, it's nobody, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I have a nice, I have a great audience, but it's compared to like, a, for instance, uh, dealer. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like a blip on the map, right? But I was able to get Microsoft that's because they know I'm such a big fan of their stuff, and even I, someone who as bleeds green when you cut them. Has to ask ask the same question I was asking. How come we have not to this day, seven weeks out from launch, seen controller in hand, console mm -hmm. on the desk, playing game, whatever? You want to show me the medium? Fine. You want to show me the ascent? Fine. You want to show me Call of the Sea? Fine. You want to show me one of the other, uh, you know, twelve minutes or or tunic running on it? That's fine. You want to show me what Horizon 4 looks like enhanced or gear, Gears uh, 5 running at 120 uh, frames per second. 
but show us something, man. I, I'm buying it. I, it's, I, I'm actually hoping that because I had, um, I don't know if this is going to happen. I, because I had Major Nelson on, maybe I'll unbox it and even review the console. But again, my channel's so small, I doubt it. But Oh, so what, man? Just do it anyway. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, man. Hell yeah. More power to you. <laughs> Listen, the fingers and toes across, folks. Hopefully I can review that thing. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping that the quote-unquote uh, Microsoft event, uh, I, I'm hearing the week of the 13th. I don't think it's going to be next week because uh, obviously it's the holiday week. People are just coming back. School starting. Life yeah. is kind of kind of starting to get back to normal to some extent so i'm hearing the week of the 13th from what little sources i have i'm hoping that this is pre-taped i'm hoping it's about 60 minutes and i hope that we get price release date and of course some gameplay i don't, I don't know how we got to microsoft all of a sudden but sometime when we did yeah, <laughs> Sorry about that. that's how it works man conversation all, <laughs> all right though um yeah, no, good conversation all around. I think. Uh, Haynes, what do you think? You keep you you, you never tell us your. No, I'm like, <laughs> he's the host. He just. Yeah, yeah. You don't ask the questions here. I do. <laughs> I, I I actually agree with uh, almost everything you guys said. Um, I, I the one thing that does confuse me with PlayStation, I don't think they're going to go day and date. It just again, as you all said, it goes against their methodology and their methodology. Yeah works for them and mo pointed out which same thing i say all the time is that people think that there's between nintendo and playstation and microsoft or xbox there's this uh like head-to-head -head battle going on and there is a battle but don't think for a second that all three of these companies can do things wholly unique and still be massively profitable because they are and they will continue to do so yeah um, i forget which one of you said it but playstation and xbox's methodologies have diverged right and yeah. they're, they're kind of going like this, but their profits are still both doing this. So yeah. <laughs> the game industry is just growing at a rate that can support that. And, um, you know, I think, and I'm trying not to get us further off track, but I think that's what Stadia was looking to capitalize on, right? Is, is the industry's growing. There's this remote capability due to technology expansion that we've seen now, and Stadia hope to jump on that. The problem is Stadia is run by people who don't know what the hell they're doing. And it's... <laughs> I'm not even trying to be sarcastic, right? It's, it's not, it's I, not I, sarcasm. That's why it's funny. I, I had lunch with, I'm not going to name names, of course, but I had lunch with a, an XVP uh, who I meet at E3 for the past three years. I've met up with him. We make sure to meet up and chat and everything. And he told me that as soon as they saw his, his group, as soon as they saw who was put in charge of the layers of Stadia, they knew it was done. Oh, so, um. And it's just, you know, look, look, that was six, what? That was last year's E3. So that was 14 mm -hmm. months ago. Mm -hmm. Where are they at? So mm -hmm. I can't say he was wrong, right? There. So that's a whole nother topic, though. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I think uh, PlayStation, what PlayStation has, you guys already touched on. They have an incredible global brand presence, mm -hmm. right? PlayStation yep. is it's a hugely recognizable brand. They are in double the markets that Xbox is. Um, they just, they have that that foundation um, that Xbox can't match. And guys, you said it right. That's why what the move by Xbox to go to PC and all these changes we saw Phil really push in the middle of the generation mm -hmm. is what allowed Xbox to become, they were profitable, but not nearly to like they are now, right? It's the grow that profit. And what that allows Phil to do, of course, is to go to Nadella and say, see, this is working. We need to invest more here. 
um, which they're doing. So it was the right long-term strategy, but it's definitely yeah. different from PlayStations. So oh, yeah. Jim yeah. Ryan, um, to, I, I think you said it, boom, very sharp business guy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like him at all, but he's a very sharp business guy. And Matt, sad he's, matter of He's fact, not... He's really not likable, dude. He's got a punchable face. Like, that's yeah. for sure. You know? and so, <laughs> I, I don't blame you at all, man. And, you know, but brilliant, brilliant business mind. But outside of that, I, I listen, I want you to know that is the greatest comment of 20. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys have nothing to do with this podcast or any <laughs> No, but I mean, you know. Not that guy, he's not Jim Ryan's not that guy that's going to come out on the stage and charm you. He's just not. No, he, he, he's no. certainly, he, he he, 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 yeah, he's not Jay Allard, man. Jay Sean, Allard. Layton, Sean Layton was that guy, and he's gone. Sean Layton yeah, was too. I love Sean. Sean's a good dude, man. And that's again, Jim Ryan. There's plenty, of, trust me, I work in the corporate world. Um, there's plenty of executives who just they're not charming, but no, they, they're talking, they about make money, they make, they make money, money, they make the investors happy. That's what yeah, they you know, do. That's, that, that's all that matters, man. At the end of the day, they don't care whether you know how to crack a joke or not. Just fill up our pockets and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly it. You know? But this is why I actually like, uh, I actually prefer, you know, Xbox. Phil Spencer gets it in the neck from a certain contingent quite a bit. Uh, we know the motivations behind it, but if I, I find it more relatable um, because, you know, working in, in a corporate environment, you kind of, you tend to, you, you see um, that it, that is quite refreshing. Yeah, everyone says he's yeah. a PR. Yeah, in America. Yeah, I mean, even in the UK, um, it's the same kind of thing. So, uh, you know, that's why I think you know I personally kind of, fa- uh, you know, they're, they're communicating with you directly. Yes. Uh, but Jim Ryan, you know, I don't see apart from Shuhei Yoshida, who doesn't really say that much, uh, <laughs> but when he does, you know, he, he appeared on a Hot Wings episode or something like that. He's a lovable goofball, though. I he's love so bu- he's so <laughs> bubbly, man. Yeah, I, I love, love him. him. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that guy. Yeah. You know. yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. gaming. Just- <laughs> no, no, you know, Gaz, to your point, that that's the that's the one thing that uh, Phil is lovable, man. I mean, I didn't get a yeah. chance to meet him at uh, at just the one executive I didn't meet, man. I was so disappointed with myself. I missed him. Um, I don't even know how I missed him. And, I don't even know I, how because we were me and King and everyone were standing right there. When, I, dude, listen, I, I, have, I still have nightmares. Okay, <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to shake his hand. I love Phil because. He's a gamer, man. I mean, that's that guy will jump into a, you, know, you jump into his game and you can talk to him. And he's yeah. a regular dude. That again, that's like you said, uh, guys, refreshing as yes. opposed to right, what right. corporate America really is, where it's just you know, cut and dry, it's the numbers, numbers to make the profit. Phil is, and again, I know people give him the, the business, but I, I would much rather have a Phil Spencer. You know, as someone that I can champion as opposed to, and again, I take nothing away from Jim. Jim Ryan is a businessman. We know what he's capable of doing, but I would rather have a Phil Spencer, in, in my personal opinion. He's more relatable. Yeah. Jay Allard had a baby. That would be a, a beautiful baby. But at the same time, just because Phil is a gamer and he's relatable, let's not take away from his achievements either, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, man. Right. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, they try to poke fun at Phil, and we know who pokes fun at Phil, right? But yeah. No, you try to put this guy is the top 16 executives at the most at the most successful company of all time. Like, give me a break. You know, this dude, he's accomplished more than 99.9% of people will 
in their life, you know. Um, he knows well, his, what he's doing. All you have to listen. All you have to do is look at the direction Microsoft as as a or let's say just say Xbox, Xbox. was going prior to him being promoted in uh, late 2017. Yeah, 100%. right. It was it, it it's it's a it's a it's a hundred and eighty percent change. And and you know people could say, well, you know, the games they don't have the games. There's no games on Xbox. You know, mm-hmm. if you look at what his his message when he got promoted and he did that video, and it was his his mission statement for what he wanted to do for Xbox. He wanted to fix the hardware, right? And he did that. He released the yes. We got the Series X, which was a mid gen fresh uh, re- a refresh. We've never had that. Or, right, he yep. wanted to fix the services. We got, you know, live was really tightened up. Um, they, they uh, the game pass, right? And then, of course, what did he do in 2018? That E3 was ridiculous. They 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 announced uh five new studios that they yep. purchased and they a, a, and one that they created uh in the initiative. And and they've been buying up studios. Remember, at before then, they they had a total of I think it was five or six studios making games. That That's why it failed. Because then no one was investing in the company. He turned the entire ship around. And why I'm excited, not just because I'm an Xbox fan, this is his launch. The Series X is under his tutelage. Right, and I right, think right. it's going to be successful. Yeah. And, I, and again, the Halo thing is, is hurts, man. It hurts a lot. But I think that what they can do for this particular launch, and I talked about this on the Xbox Factor podcast on Thursday, is they can pull a, a Sony from 2013. If you remember 2013, they released Knack. They released Killzone. Uh, Rezo Gun, which, is, which, which was an indie title uh, by yeah. Housemark, was the best, the best title. Um, at launch, yeah, and they had a few other. They had like uh, they had the DC Universe that was on the PS. They, 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 their, their lineup was not that good, and yep. they did well. Now, if mm-hmm. Microsoft is going to have the power, we know that we don't know what the price is going to be, but they could really, really live off of uh, of the indies. And there's, I, I have a list. I mean, I mean, I can run right through it real quick. What I think is going to be there, um, and uh, it, 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 and it's led. By of course the medium, which looks fan freaking tastic. So yeah. I I think that even without Halo, they're gonna have uh, uh they're gonna sell out these consoles, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's gonna uh, listen. We are all gonna be very happy at the end of the year with with gaming for sure. If you're buying both, because I know I am. Yeah, one hundred percent. If you're buying just one, then you might be scratching your head at what you're playing at. Sorry, boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to be playing Cyberpunk and Rock anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, one thing, uh, I think this gets missed. Sorry, sorry to really hijack this point, but Phil Spencer, you people need to read the interview GameSpot did with him. Without Phil Spencer, I don't know if you know this, but Satya Nadella had this very frank conversation with phil spencer a couple of years ago he said look there's a future where microsoft isn't in the gaming space basically saying microsoft doesn't need to be in the space what do you think we should do phil spencer's response was such that xbox then ended up doubling down on it so they Mm -hmm. so what phil spencer said is no if you're going to do this properly we have to go all in Yes. That is yeah. Phil Spencer. That was a conversation with Satya Nadella directly with Phil Spencer. So anyone yeah. says that he's a corporate mouthpiece, whatever, know that one thing: they don't have an Xbox. They want Don <laughs> Matic back, and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if he's a corporate mouthpiece, then what's Jim Ryan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great point. Come on, man. No, uh, armchair developers, man. Yeah, no kidding. 
much. Thanks for the uh, five five uh, pound super chat afternoon. Hope we're all well. We're doing great, man. We're having fun conversation. We're talking- good dude. Good dude. Very good dude. Mix, uh, not mix up. I just had it in my, why am I messing up your podcast, Dutch? I apologize. Midweek mix up, right? Yes. Midweek mix up. Sorry about that. Podcast, Wandering Dutch. Definitely check it out. Uh, Dutch was on here, what, a few weeks ago now. So thanks for stopping by. I appreciate the super chat, brother. Hope you're doing well. Um, it's Saturday. We're talking games. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yes. Uh, so let's, uh, man, we're all over the place here. Um, we got on the PlayStation. Good conversation, now. baby. That's what it's about. <laughs> if, if it's thought thought provoking conversation, then it's a good conversation. A, with you. So let's jump over. We've talked PlayStation. We have mm-hmm. talked Xbox. So you know who we got to talk about, right? Let's talk about oh, Nintendo. I, and I, I could not wait for this topic, dude. I am like what, a big... Google Stadium. <laughs> Google Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Stadia. Yeah, it doesn't. It probably doesn't work. Um, anyway, so moving on to this. So we've got Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary this week, and uh, we got all kinds of stuff from Nintendo. And uh, this could this could end up being a little controversial topic because I know I have some some thoughts on this. But real quick, let's run down what we're getting, and then we'll jump into it. Um, so the biggest announcement, of course, was uh, what we kind of knew was coming, but it's coming as a package: is Super Mario 3D All Stars, which includes Mario 64 sunshine and galaxy for 60 bucks um these games they're not remakes they're not remasters they're running in higher resolution um coming on a single um you know compilation that is uh, going to be for sale in here in just a couple weeks but it's going to be a limited time sale both physical and digital are limited until march yeah. After march they're not going to sell it again at least according to mm-hmm. nintendo today uh, starting on October 1st, they're also going to have a thing called Super Mario 35, which is a very interesting concept that I'm actually going to try. Is This mm-hmm. is a, it's a battle royale of Super Mario Brothers, the original 2D game, where 35 people play through mm-hmm. 2D levels of Mario until one is left standing. It sounds very interesting. Guys, yeah. look surprised. You, you didn't see this yesterday, did you? I, I run a gaming aggregate site, and uh, I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have put up the SG article on your site, man. I'm slacking. Um, <laughs> Super Mario 3D World. Now, that's the one that was on Wii U. So, mm-hmm. of course, a lot of the Wii U ports, you know, or the Wii U originally didn't sell very well. So, a lot of those games have been ported to Bring the them on over. I'll take my money, Nintendo, please. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Don't let them hear that. Um, it's coming February 12th, and that is $60 by itself. That's a separate game that's coming with Bowser's Fury, which is some add-on content in there. And then uh, Mario Kart Live, I think this was the most surprising thing of the announcement. Is This is an AR experience, an augmented reality experience that you get a couple uh, actual physical toy carts with cameras built into them, and you set it up in your house. And then using your Switch, you can race around in Mario Kart like you're racing around your house. so damn cool, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I came in with a whole different perspective here. But this is going live on October 16th, or or purchasable, uh, October 16th for $100. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually think it's $100, but it's also uh, £100, which is kind of crazy. Because that means it's obviously more expensive in in England. In in, Uh, Yeah. 
So anyway, um, here's what we got. This is how they're celebrating. I think, uh, you know, I'll start with some initial thoughts and kick us off. I, I like that they're celebrating with uh, a bunch of varied things, right? We're getting more games on the Switch. We're getting classic games coming back. We're getting another port. The Super Mario 35 thing is a cool idea. I never would have thought Nintendo would have done, so that should be cool. Uh, the Mario Kart Live is definitely interesting. It's not what I expected out of the next Mario Kart, but I could see kids and families going nuts with mm -hmm. that stuff. So, um, however, my one big, the reason I said I saw this going in a different way is my one complaint, and I, I don't think I'm alone here, is on the, the 3D All-Stars, right? I love these games. Mario 64, I think, is one of the most important games in gaming history. Um, I think Sunshine is underappreciated. I love Sunshine as a game. And Galaxy, again, you know, we don't have to talk about how good these games are. They're fantastic games, right? But I do get frustrated with Nintendo consistently that we're getting three games that have been out for 25, 20, and 15 years or whatever it yeah. is, right? Um, that are they're going to charge $20 for each uh, that we've, you know, as we said, without any, without any real enhancements. Um, and most obnoxious of all, buy it because it's only going to be available for a limited time. Yeah. That's, it's so Nintendo, man. It, that's that what I mean. And I just, it's like every time they try to do something cool for the community that fans like us, all of us been gaming a long time and grew up with Mario and, you know, I could talk about Mario forever. Right. But um, you yeah. see this, it's yeah. like great idea bad execution like what mm. but and then at the same time though everyone's gonna buy it it's gonna sell like crazy and yep. nintendo's profits just keep going up so whether i like it or not it's working for them so yeah it's like they're, they're the apple of gaming aren't they it's really annoying <laughs> <laughs> they really are man <laughs> the march okay. thing is such a ridiculous thing mm -hmm. that even digital Copy is going to be pulled. Like, there's no logic behind that. It's it. They're literally saying to your face, "No, we want you to buy it now." And yeah. that's it. That's how you drive demand. Um, but, all, yeah, um, Nintendo's all about that demand, man. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That is so bad. There's no justification for that digital uh, copy being removed uh, at the end so of March. Fun. It's <laughs> yeah, man. And even the worst thing is the worst thing about all this. I bought five copies of it because I'm a piece of shit. No, sorry. I bought <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, hey, we all did, dude. Wait, we're just I wore my Nintendo shirt. <laughs> see, Ainsley. See, Ainsley. There are other degenerates out there, man. <laughs> I love it. You know what? You know what, guys? I bought two. Yeah. You bought two as well, Jimmy. We're the problem. This is the problem. And, and you the problem. make a stand. Like, even if I say right now, I'm not buying any of this. It won't matter because they're still going to sell millions, right? And then I'm left out. And it's like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. You know what? Let me tell you something. M many, 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 many years ago, I worked for Funko Land, right? If you, Funko. Was, yeah, Funko, that's right, here. When the N64 came out here, right? They, Nintendo uses terror tactics when it comes to their consoles and their games. Okay, now back then games were fifty dollars, right? Fifty bucks, right? Okay, no problem. In Funko Land, because they sold based on supply and demand, they were one hundred nineteen dollars per copy. Okay, yep. so mm -hmm. Nintendo knows. Listen, if you remember the original Mario All Stars, which, by the way, yeah. 
I want to add to what Ansley said is available for the Switch if you are if you're if you are an online Switch uh, member. They dropped the the original Mario All Stars into the Super Nintendo uh, part of uh, of the Switch. So really? if you, yeah, so it's 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 in there. It was in there the day of the of the uh, of the direct. They dropped it in there. So if you like, the, it has it has Mario uh, two, three, the lost levels, and I think uh, uh, the original. So I think all four of them are in there, and yeah. Yeah, they got dropped uh, in for free. But yeah. yeah, I mean, look, this is they, they did the same thing with Mario All Stars. They they, they, they yeah they did the exact same thing. As a matter of fact, if I recall correctly, you had to send away for Mario All Stars back then. You actually had to get, get mail order it uh, through through Nintendo Power, if I'm not mistaken. So this wow. is this is Nintendo still doing the same thing. I mean, look, these games are classic. I'm disappointed that they didn't go. I think that it would wouldn't it be just unbelievably amazing if they would have remade Mario 3D Mario. I mean, uh, Mario 64, rather. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was... When, when this rumor came out, I was like, oh, my God. We're yeah. getting a remake of what made 3D gaming what it is. And, I mean, listen, I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not excited. Again, even if I don't even touch 64, what I'm excited to play and what I think, like, Ainsley, you said it, one of the most unappreciated Mario games of the entire franchise is oh, Sunshine. Yeah. My oh, yeah, God, absolutely. that game is so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, man, I will... <laughs> <laughs> I hate Nintendo, dude. I swear to God, because they do this type of... Yeah, here comes the honesty. Come on, man. Give it to us. <laughs> oh, he's going to tell us honest, but he's also going to tell us he already bought all of this. No, man. The, the, the problem... Look, if anybody anyone else did what nintendo did okay they would get absolutely crucified okay? yes. all right so my problem with nintendo and their announcements too i mean it's not just them which i'll touch on in a bit it's also the it's also the home armchair anti-consumer crowd the guys that basically bitch and complain about everything you see them first in line whenever nintendo makes announcements like this and they're just like oh my god nintendo, yeah, that's you know? true. So, the same exact people i swear to god so that to me is, is is really funny because if you really want to look at this, and I'm not a pro consumer anti consumer bullshit thing. I am. We have an article. Know, about I, yeah, I, I, you did. And I love it. <laughs> you know, so for me, it's it's business, and I get the business side of it. Just because I don't agree with it, it doesn't mean it. clearly I reserve these games, so I don't agree with it. But we're suckers, we're degenerates. So <laughs> this is what we end up doing. In terms of the money, though, I mean, guys, look at this, right? We had the Crash Trilogy remaster and the Spiral Trilogy remaster, all games that are fairly newer than these, except for Galaxy, maybe, you know, and they actually got proper remakes. Very good remakes. Great. Very good remakes. Proper remakes. Yeah. And Crash Trilogy was sold for what? 40 bucks? 50 bucks? We're talking about Tony Hawk right now. Tony Hawk is 40 bucks and you're getting two games. Fully right? remade. And fully yep. remade. So these are just yeah. up-resed, and that's all we're getting. Uh, apparently, I, I I thought initially they were just remasters, you know, but apparently they're not. Why? Because uh, it doesn't look like it. They're just up-resed. Well, so wouldn't, wouldn't the res update then qualify it as a remaster? That's what I was thinking, too, because apparently they're also all playing in 60 FPS. I could be wrong, though. I, I don't know if somebody can correct me on that. Oh, really? Well, that's a big I, thing. That's I think, yeah. Right. 
I mean, honestly, man, considering the hardware, there's absolutely no reason these games should not be running in 60 FPS. If you're gonna tr you're gonna crack us 60 bucks for these three old games, at least give it to us in that. At least at least give us better performance. Uh, I don't want to stay on that thought, but realize what we're saying when you talk about Crash, uh, Spyro, and Tony Hawk. Now, what we're saying, and this is crazy, right? That uh, these words are gonna come out of my mouth is that Activision. 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 <laughs> is being yes. more friendly to gamers than Nintendo. That's where you know we're at. We, we should timestamp this because this is this is a conversation we never thought, if we time-traveled, would ever see, okay? Activision being being more uh, forward-thinking. Yeah, you know what? That's a you know, Listen, all jokes aside, it's a great point. When you look at Tony Hawk, when you look at Spyro, when you look at Crash, Crash Racing looks amazing, right? If they just did that to N uh, to Mario sixty four, man, that that's that sell ten million copies. You know what? I would even dare say that if they gave it the proper treatment, it would sell as many switches on the on the, that are on the market. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead, guys. I'll touch no. on something. I think that I mean Nintendo are fine. They're so smug with it that they done it. But you know what? They can get away with it. Nintendo operate in their own realm. They do. Uh, so they're they're very free from. You know, I mean, not free from the critique, but they they're just impervious to it. So they're like you won't really practically. Like we're talking. That's the thing, man. We're talking about Sony and how rigid they are and how anti-consumer <laughs> some of their methods are. Like you got the OGs of the, of gaming themselves who just, like you said, they operate in their own realm and they're really the kings of, hey, you don't like it, we don't give a shit. We're still going to sell it whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, but so you know no, they can do why, that they get away with murder and I can't understand why. Because the industry crazy. would do nothing, the industry would do nothing without Nintendo. If there's one... Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> needs to survive it's nintendo yeah. nintendo routinely push innovation whereas the others aren't, aren't doing it they they always follow what well, i'll try and follow if it was motion controls then you had the ds3 controller which was a complete abortion of a, a last minute attempt <laughs> at trying to uh, copy that and you know then you've got the nintendo switch with its portability and you know people uh, trying to emulate that and it's just and now look i mean just look at Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. I mean, it's so wildly innovative and it's just so cool. And Nintendo, you know, I, you know what? I, this is slightly controversial, but I say, you know what? I'll take it. No, you're applying Vaseline by producing sick games. So it's not even a hashtag no Vaseline situation. With <laughs> um, uh, people need to hashtag that in the chat room. Right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't have that one in my normal lineup, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I think Nintendo can get away with it because they produce quality, and that's it. <laughs> that's why they operate in their own realm. But it doesn't excuse what they do, but the industry needs them. The moment Nintendo leaves the industry is a very, very bad time for gaming. It'd be a, it'd be a sad day in gaming for sure. I mean, they are who yeah. they are, but mm -hmm. we need Nintendo, man. We do. Yeah. You know what, though? Honestly, just to touch on one small thing, the only thing I was really disappointed about, yeah, remake, remaster, whatever, but why was there no Mario Galaxy 2 in there? I know, that's the other thing. Yeah. You know, because in my, for me, it was more superior than the first one. As great as the first one was, I just preferred Mario Galaxy 2, and I, it's just such a strange, strange way to, to, to... I don't understand what it is. Maybe they're releasing it on their own, or on its own. There's no way you can neglect that game. You know what a... What a how that it was a slightly more superior game than the first, and it was loved by the you know critically and the reception. Have Galaxy Two as their uh, greatest, like their there favorite. You go. So 
So then there has to be, I really hope so. I mean, obviously this is all speculation. If they are releasing this game as its own type of remake or remaster or whatever it is, because they know it's that significant. You know what? Something. <laughs> you no, know, no. To your, you know, to your point, it, it does kind of sound like Nintendo, right? Like they give us the first three, get people excited, yeah. and I, I, man, I'd hate to say this, and it would be egregious. I, I'm going to say it right now; it'd be egregious. But if they did maybe do a little work to it, and they and they tried to charge sixty bucks, people would go out and buy it for sixty that's bucks. Yes. That's, World. that's what we were talking about. Three yeah, D World, yes. Yeah. You know what? Three D World. I, listen. I, I got I I got every star in that game. It was one of my favorite games. Did I, you like I, it? I was mixed on it. I, I have it. Loved, I loved it, dude. You know you know why I think I loved it. Um, for me, it's a little, it's more of a personal thing. I sat there with my nephew, okay. and we played, and it was it was just an like it was like magic, man. It really was like he. I put a control in his hand when he was six months. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, uh, it was it was it was special that way. But I got every star. And I was awesome. I was waiting, dude. I actually yelled out, "Yes!" Then you know when they said this coming in in February, <laughs> like a big old nerd. But <laughs> get my money, man. It's fine. It, it's Nintendo. <laughs> so Flamish says, "What's up, dude? Good to see you here, Flamish." He said, uh, "Mario sixty four is thirty. Mario Sunshine is thirty. Mario Galaxy sixty with dynamic resolution." I mean, really. <laughs> 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 hey Flamish, thanks, man. It's not what it's not your information. I appreciate it. I'm not just saying like, really? <laughs> not the stuff we wanted to hear. I'm Flamish with your bad news, and then you're coming on my podcast after this show. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, yeah, so anyway, so real quick before we move away from Nintendo, because I know you were pumped about it, Mo. The Mario Kart Live, right? AR experience, little remote control, set up a track in your house. Uh, to Gaz's point, it's innovative, right? This is yeah, new. Oh yeah, oh I think yeah. Kids just having a blast with this. Um, Hundred bucks for the set. I don't. I didn't look at everything. I know it comes with some cardboard cutouts, so you can kind of create your own little yeah. track around it. Mm -hmm. uh, knowing Nintendo, I bet you're going to be able to buy extra stuff for it. Of course. Oh yeah. Of course. But, uh, any of you are any of you buying this? Yeah. I'm going to buy it for my nephew for sure. <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, I'm not buying it for anybody. I'm buying it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man! I'm getting the Mario and the Luigi one because, like you said, it's just so innovative and cool. And I mean, this effect that you can the car them the car itself has a camera on it, and then you put those augmented reality cardboard pieces, whatever. If you, however, you want to make the track, and you can control it from the switch. It's yep. cool, man. You know, it, like it's I mean, certainly innovative. I've just, never yeah. seen anything like it's that. It's a different perspective, and just to be able to play Mario Kart in your house on the floor or whatever it is, you know, just to see. However, these augmented reality cards, or however they're going to, however the switch is going to implement that, yeah. you know, onto your floor, you know, your walls, your space, whatever it is, I think that's really interesting, man. It's really cool, and that's the type of shit that brings the kid out of me, man. Besides, you know, all the degenerate stuff that we do, you know, with gaming. I mean, this is great, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a big challenge there, there, isn't it? That Nintendo typically kids, kid friendly, and all that. 
this is giving a lot of freedom for people to, um, you know, because you're going to see a box of tissues and lotions spread everywhere in some people's rooms. <laughs> it's going to be like, wow. Mario Kart, right? No, but how is that going to work? I hope so. We're going to see some interesting setups, I'm sure, but that'll be part of kind of the – That'll be part of the fun of it, right? Is seeing what people create with this and share it because that's going to obviously get people talking and want to do their own thing. And this will probably be one of those things that's hard to get on day one, I bet you. Oh, yeah. if you don't reserve it, you're definitely not going to get it because it's coming out right before Christmas. And Nintendo knows what they're doing. I am going to say, did, was anyone excited to have Mario Kart in first person? Because that's what it felt like. It was so close. It was yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. You know hey, that's you, the whole thing. Yeah. I, 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 I thought that was such a. I wish that I wish the regular Mario Kart was uh, was a, they added a perspective like that. that the, the car being that close up to the screen, man. I, I mean, that's not like a big old nerd again. It's it made you feel like you were in the car driving. You know. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Leo said we're having after dark season gaming. All right, that'll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, before we get to what we're currently playing, I wanted to just real quick touch on a couple more Xbox things that kind of came out this week. Not big news by any stretch, but touch on it because I think it's cool. So Xbox announced um, designed for Xbox another kind of collaboration they're doing in the industry with uh, yeah. with partners and vendors. I'm, there's the corporate talk coming out in me with third party <laughs> third parties. Excuse me. So over 35 companies, and I found this interesting because companies like Nacon, right? So Nacon made uh, actually my favorite PS4 controller. I still use the Nacon Unlimited on my PS4, um, <clears throat> and other higher end companies like Bang and Olufsen and uh, Audis uh, for audio files and uh, you know speaker nuts. Uh, what they're going to be offering for uh, high end headsets and mm -hmm. speakers for Series X and uh, what they kind of pointed out here is that all these collaborations, again, is designed for Xbox as a family of devices, right? So right. we all heard how all every all your uh, forward compatibility for your devices we already touched on, and all these other things. So I think this is kind of neat. You know, we we've seen for many many years now third party peripherals, controllers, etc., and you know the Elite controller kind of set that new bar of what a premium kind of uh, product could be, right? But oh yeah. When you're talking about Bang and Olufsen and all these, you're starting to get much, much higher, right? You're yeah, talking about high, higher range stuff, yeah. And so uh, I find it interesting that we're getting to a place now, and Xbox is leading this charge of, you know, people. There's people like us. There's four of us, right? That are investing. We have these big home theaters. We have the. We're fortunate enough to have the money to spend on these niceties, right? And. Um, there's probably an untapped market there that I think they're going for. And I, if nothing else, I find it interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, definitely. Uh, I think definitely there's the bang and all of something. I just so cool, man. Like uh, it's yes. for the premium market and it's going to be sick. It's because it's, mm -hmm. it's for us, the core gamers who really go all out with our tech. There's definitely, yeah. you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Definitely an untapped market there. The elite showed that. When it got sold out, when people were saying it's so expensive, and it got sold out straight away, and I, I struggled to get a hold of one. So, but a Bang and Olufsen, you know, high end, you know, uh, you know, whatever sound, uh, you know, headphones or whatever, it's going to be sick. Um, so yeah. that an Xbox, like you said, are leading the charge there. Yeah, all yeah. said they're creating. I don't have it here on the notes, guys, but in the press release they did for this, all uh, said they are creating a high end headset for the Series X. Yeah. So what that means, 
I don't know, but we'll see. Oh, you know exactly what that means. It's about the peak uh, for, for Xbox yeah. stuff, right? Oh, yeah. But so I mean, I, if they come out with one, if you if you're an audiophile and you get into the headset mm-hmm. market, you're you can get into thousands and thousands. So I'm I'm kind of mm. curious to see what level they're talking about here. Are we talking about a five hundred dollar you know headset? Wow. I think it'll probably be in that range, uh, to be honest with you, especially for these high-end ones. The one thing that I really liked about what Microsoft did, though, just to, you know, just to go back to it because of the, what is it, the design for Xbox collaboration is it's also good for the people that currently have the the Gen 3s, you know, for instance, like the Astros or the yeah. current headsets that they have, right? And, yeah. I, and again, this goes back to what I was telling you guys about how Xbox is shifting the market because this is now expected of them. Now everybody's going to look at this and be like, dude, this is so cool. Now they even did it for accessories, not just their games or their own accessories, but now yeah. third-party accessories as well. And another yeah. another fantastic yeah. move on their end. Yeah, look, look at the list of that. So it's they good, you know. That. Yeah, that's what they really did. No, they did not need to do that, but they did because it's part of their philosophy and their mantra yeah. and what they're trying to do to bring you over to them, you know. Yeah. So this is great, man. This is just fantastic, especially for the – I have Gen 3 Astro A50s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for, and I was thinking about whether I wanted to get uh, the new Gen 4s for this upcoming console cycle. But the thing is, is if I'm able to still get the Dolby Atmos through these, okay, for for instance, for the Series X, I will honestly wait for whatever Bang & Olufsen and, uh, and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I would like to see what they're going to show me because... From that perspective, I really do think that sound is very, very underappreciated with a majority of gamers. Sound is so important; it's incredible, you know. Yeah. And I'm telling you, and, and that's why for me, I would, I, I wouldn't mind spending the extra money for something like that because it enhances my own experience so much. Yep. So, also yeah. from an aesthetic point as well. Um, as I grow older, I try to veer away from. This is coming from a guy whose studio has LED lights, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Dude, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come yeah, on. that's true. Um, yeah. I want to move towards uh, having a, you know, uh, and that's why I despise the way the PlayStation Five looks as a console, um, because I'm trying to have a more like a mature setup you know i love the way the xbox series x looks i hope these these guys don't go in the vein of traditional console you know hardware manufacturers with stupid racing stripes you know like uh, uh crazy colors and all sorts of rgb madness but something more refined you know like i think they showed off like a wooden i think that was a uh, bang and olufsen had a little preview that like a wooden veneer of on the headphone, just on, on the aesthetic point. Yeah. I know it's not that important, but mm-hmm. I think they can really theater equipment versus video game equipment. Yeah, exactly. A, a, a bit of maturity to the uh, to the look of it. it may not be massively important to you, but um, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's. Uh, I, I, I'm excited about it, and you know, like Mo, that I didn't even think about it until you mentioned. You know, they didn't need to do that, but no. they have, and that's hats off to them. I'm not gonna take my hats off. Look at my hair, but uh, yeah, still. Dude, you uh, got yeah. you got hair, man. So I can't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> Sorry, I had myself on mute because I'm typing because it's I should have so done that I too early. From streaming to YouTube and Streamlabs is connected as a moderator and apparently just timed out one of our guests because he said so he put a link. 
Um, yeah, I saw that. I've never seen yeah, that before. That, that, I, I, that should not have happened. So I, I hope Pan can at least still hear me. Uh, sorry about that is what I was typing while on mute. Um, well, I'll have to, God. So stream, I'm going to have to ban Streamlabs from my damn show here. I, no, um, dude, I've been using them for over a year. Best best investment I've ever made in the channel. I've never seen that ever. No, so, it's um, because I had it enabled as a, a mod so that it could do things for me while streaming games. So I didn't oh, have people okay. family, right? But I'm not even doing it on YouTube now. I'm doing it on Twitch. So I need to demod them on YouTube. So yeah. sorry about that. Anyway, uh, Asa said, uh, going to need gas back soon. Yes, I'm very well aware. So, uh, but thank you, Asa, for the five pounds uh, super chat. Love having you guys here, man. All right. Um, with that in mind, I'm actually going to skip over the uh, Xbox at Tokyo game show. We had that on our list to talk about, but there's nothing really to talk about. Yeah. You know, they are opening the show, but they have come out and said that it's not related to Series X, which everyone just kind of laughed about, right? Um, but anyway, let's. Why don't we move on to what uh, we're playing? Because we're we're getting to that time of the year where uh, the games are starting to flow again, um, and it's kind of kicking the season off. So we got uh, Wasteland Three and Tell Me Why last week, and I know people have been playing those and both highly rated. Um, and then just uh, yesterday, of course, officially, we got Tony Hawk and uh, Avengers. And from what I can tell, and and boom, I actually want to hear your thoughts because we were talking pre pre-show about this is uh avengers didn't really seem to get a good reception from the beta from a lot of people but mm -hmm. uh the reviews and the people who are playing the campaign now are saying it's actually very very surprising in a good mm -hmm. way very yeah. good so um kind of interesting but um guys i'm going to start with you brother i know that you've got to head out of here in just a little bit for your own show that's getting ready to start so mm -hmm. while i've still got a big uh kind of crew listening here Game on Daily's podcast is right after this uh, on our time, so 3 p.m. Central, um, 9 p.m. No, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. British Standard Time. If you haven't checked them out, Gaz is uh, getting ready to head out, head out and do that shortly. But Gaz, what have you been playing currently, man? You in uh, Avengers or Tony Hawk? Or are you playing other stuff? It's a, it's um, Ace has been playing both. He's been playing Avengers. And I've been watching him play um, my my business partner. So um, I haven't been playing that. I've actually been playing Microsoft. I said play, uh, learning or crashing uh, on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay. Um, if you guys have play, if you guys have a rig that can play that, my god, that game yes. has my jaw yeah on the floor half the time I play that. It's stunning. It's uh, it's something else. So, and you know, you're practically learning or not learning. In my case, how to how to actually fly a plane. It's, it's so beautiful. I, I I'm just. I was working on a video on it um on it like a, a montage to show off how good it is. But the game mm. is so stupidly over engineered as far as its camera is concerned. I've got. <laughs> I, I had to open this. I had to create a word document that spanned five pages just for camera controls. Wow. It's, I'm not joking. It's insane. Um, but then also that uh, speaks to my inability to, to do things properly. But uh, but uh, yeah, it was, so I've been playing that. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I, I am intrigued. Uh, what I was seeing of Acer, I, I actually liked it. I was in the crowd where I thought, you know what? Screw you with your DLC mentality. I do not want to support you because it just put such a bitter taste in my mouth. Yeah. But now that people are saying, well, hold on cut the you know echo chamber noise and negativity mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. the game fun mm -hmm. then i've kind of have to reevaluate that and i, I will go into you know I, 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 I don't mean to cut you off dude i, I just have to agree with you one thousand percent i mean i ha was in love with this game it was dude it broke me as a gamer 
I canceled my pre-order, my Captain America statue that I, 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 I'm a big fan. It's my biggest thing. I was so looking forward to this game. The Spider-Man thing left a bad taste in my mouth, so I'm getting it for Xbox. And then, of course, the Battle Pass stuff came out, uh, uh, Gaz. And I, I was like, you know what? That's <laughs> it. That's, that is the straw that broke the camel's back, and I canceled it because I was, you know, I was afraid about the 24 frames per second that we got during the beta. And, dude, like you... Everyone I've talked to are, is loving the game. So I, I feel jealous now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm torn. I'm torn as well with you. Like, should I support this now? But then I bought five copies of bloody Mario Super Junior. <laughs> so I, can't talk. I bought two copies of Avengers, man. So you're good. <laughs> oh, my God. We it's are the problem, guys. We so, are the dude, it's so funny. Like, my, my, experience with, uh, my experience with Avengers is the opposite of Boom because – Boom, you were really excited for it. You had reserved it, you know, and then obviously some of the things just rubbed you the wrong way. So you decided to get rid of, uh, you know, your your pre-order and whatever. Me, I was just not excited for it. I didn't care for it. I had initially wanted to pre-order or to pre-order the, the collector's edition because I'm a junkie. So I was, and then I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and now I bought the collector's edition last night <laughs> because I'm like, okay, well, it might be worth it now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, so have any of you been playing it? I played a little bit of it uh just on you know until the Golden Great Gate Bridge section, but for me, yeah. because I just haven't been playing anything, man. I've been on like a three-week funk because I've just been watching Samurai Jack. I have like eleven <laughs> I have like eleven or twelve games sitting there, including the new Samurai Jack game, but yeah, I didn't I didn't want to jump into that without finishing the series because I just felt like the characters and the stories and the jokes would have just rang hollow. So I figured I'm like, you know what? Like, let me just dedicate a little bit of time to this to because I like that. I, I I was really looking forward to that game too. So yeah. it's fucking Samurai Jack of all things. But yeah. <laughs> so boom, are you convinced that you're gonna go grab it? <laughs> Which one for Samurai Jack? No, no, boom for uh Avengers. You know what, dude? Um, I, I, I gotta be honest with you, it's in my card already. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, look, I'm, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a trend hopper. Yeah. What I am is an MCU nut. Like yeah, I am, I, a, I I've been reading comics since I used to pull them off the rack when my dad used to take me to the local Optimo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So the MCU. I mean, I'm a DC fan, but I'm a fanboy when it comes to Marvel. Right. And you know, I, I I'm hearing from a lot again. A lot of the people that tune into my show, like, boom, this is this is amazing. You don't have like Flamish. It was in the chat. He was telling me in the in the DM. Listen, you don't have to buy anything because that that's my thing. I don't want to feel like I have to spend the money after investing $200 in the collector's edition. I would be mad. And on mm -hmm. top of that, I'm not getting Spider-Man because I'm getting it for the Xbox, right? Mm -hmm. So I would have been very upset. Mm -hmm. But hearing everyone, and then I think what really what did it for me is people are saying that it's so much different in regards to polish as opposed to the beta, which I, I'm actually quite shocked because the beta was only a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't know what – how many was that version six months ago, two months ago? I don't even – I think that was no like an one alpha, knows. man. It was so bad. It, it, it was, it was really out. bad. But then – Really, last night I'm sitting. It's midnight. I, I got to get up because my wife and I were up at a uh, quarter to five every more every morning to do our our hike. We do a four mile hike. Uh, I was in bed and I saw 
the Hulkbuster come out. I said, you know what? In the card it went. And I said, I'm going to have to go out there and put my head in the chopping block for the community. I was really r rallying against this because I I did I don't like the practice. I'm going to be honest with you, but I cannot sit on the side and not play this Marvel game. And a lot of people are saying that it's like it's very Destiny-like. It's everything that I would want because I'm a Destiny slash Division fan. So you give me that with Marvel? I may not play anything for the rest of the freaking year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. It's cool, man. It's it's cool. I like what they're doing. And honestly, wanna uh, just to touch a little bit uh, really quick, why I'm happy that this game is like this is because this game has been shat on since the minute it was revealed. And they're not absolved of that themselves. It is because of the developer. They really botched the, the initial the initial reveal of the game and they just really didn't do themselves many favors and then even with all the war tables and then the beta comes out and the beta while it gave you some type of idea it still didn't give you the entire idea right clearly why people are enjoying the game now versus the beta the beta had a washed out look and there was a lot of things that were missing from it my partner for my podcast um machine gun mike he's, a he's huge, in the chat right now my man mike so he's uh <laughs> i don't even know who he was he's a huge He's a huge comic book junkie, okay? Like, I mean, he's a huge comics junkie, including the MCU. So he's really, really, really enjoying that game, man. And, yeah. and, and you know, I mean, it's it's nice to see that. It's a good redemption yeah. story for the game itself because everyone thought it was going to be the type of 60s game, and it's not. It's actually a good game, depend no matter where you're playing it on. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's good to yeah. see, man. That, that really makes me happy from that end. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. And, and quick shout-out. Oh, sorry, Leo, I threw you up. The damn chat's moving on me as I'm trying to throw off here. What's up, buddy? Shout out from Uganda. Great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. That's awesome. My friend of mine runs a netball charity in Uganda, so I'm a Mzungu. I know what Mzungu means. There you go. Um, so I'll touch on um Gaz, you let me know when you gotta jump out, brother. You need to you need to get rolling now. Uh, yes, sorry. So really sorry. I loved being here. I could stay here for ages, but I have to go and get that uh, stuff sorted on my end. So I hope, uh, I hope the audience here can just keep listening and transition right over to your podcast here in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. um, you know, we're always in touch, so it was definitely great having you on. Uh, we'll obviously do more of this in the future. Uh, I've tried to be on Gaz's show as well, but because they're back to back, it's kind of problematic. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Gaz, where can we find you, man? Um, yeah, so you know, gameondaily.com is the the site that we are uh, we are uh, we have built. Uh, finally, came out of alpha. It's an aggregate site for content creators. So uh, yeah, make sure you check that. Out. You know, season gaming's stuff is on there. That's how I, we got to know you. Um, and later on, we're going to be bringing in Twitch uh, streaming integration and YouTube integration. Nice, dude. So nice, man. It'll be perfect for us, you know, doing this stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. definitely check it out. Um, and you can all the news you see there submitted by every, other people, so it's really cool. Um, you find on there, I submit quite a quite a lot to you guys. Yeah, your content's really good as well. That's why we talked to you. So, um, like, we completely frank. We said, hey, um, love your stuff and your the quality of your content. Yeah, we talked very um, early on when you were watching. Um, and and again, I I don't talk about people or sites here, um, but I'll make an exception in this case is uh, N4 is garbage. Um, <laughs> N4G? Yeah. Oh, garbage. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, they are a horribly oh. run site. Yes. Horrible leadership. And I've spoken to them directly, and I'm just call it like it is. They're horrible. Um, so when Gav reached out to me, actually, the first time he reached out to me was via N4, I remember. 
Thanks um, for saying that on public. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speaking for you. I speak for myself. Um, but um, long story short, the reason I bring that up is because, you know, they're a big site and four is from an aggregate perspective, but they're terrible and they're yeah. terribly raw and they're biased and they're just not, not good. We need more sites like game on daily uh, to come up and, and kind of put them in the bushes. So um, it's awesome to see you guys doing well and growing and I'm happy, happy to support. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm really happy to do that. All right. I'm really happy to be here. I love this show. Cause this is, this is what we do. We're cool gamers. At, yes. uh, any criticisms or anything that we do on, just give us a shout. We're all, we'll only improve if you, we listen to all you guys. So yeah, just let us know, man. Hey guys, listen, I, I know you were on dealer show and I know my show is small, but dude, if I can help promote your new site, brother, anything I can do, I, I ha, talk, hanging out with you today is, been an honor uh i'd love to get you on the show just talk games this has been a blast man really four guys that are diehard gamers just laughing and having a good time this this is what gaming is supposed to look like and if you're in the chat and you're watching this this is how the community should be as a whole yeah yes definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. absolutely i really enjoyed it and that's the beauty of this this isn't this is pure gaming essence uh, you know bringing people from all over the globe together you know from mm -hmm. different you know, we've got someone from Uganda. We've come here from UK. You know, you've yes. got governors everywhere. It's just mm -hmm. it's beautiful. And I love that about gaming. Um, so, yeah. No. And honestly, uh, boom, you need to get in touch. Um, and, like, we could definitely come on to our show. Same as you, Mo. All of you guys. Yes, please. Oh, I love it, dude. It would, I would it would be my it. honor to have. Yeah, yes. It would be, be my honor to have all you guys. It would, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, be because this is why I do it. This yes. is why I do it. Yeah. I don't do it for anything else other than this, man. So, he's <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, I know. I've been on multiple times. Boom's been here a few yeah, times. That I'm smiling because I enjoy it so much. That's exactly yeah, I know, what man. I know. Absolutely. A million I times. It, I have it's all to about. Go. I'm getting shouted at by Asa, but thank you so much. Yeah, see you later, man. Yeah, we'll touch definitely touch. be talking soon, brother. Look for the DM. Yeah, for sure, man. 100%. 100%. Looking forward yeah. to it. All right, guys. We'll talk, buddy. Take care. So, nice meeting. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, he's a really good guy. Um, and You I, know what? I, I, you know what? Good on you for calling him out, brother. I, I love that. See, again, this is what I, and we got a chance to, to meet in person, hang out. And uh, you bought me a ginger ale that took 14 hours to get there, but I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and I spent uh, 12 bucks on it or something. I yeah, think. $12 for ginger <laughs> God damn it. What a bunch of thievery that went on but but yeah you know what dude he, i'm glad that you called it out like it is because they are a huge site and mm -hmm. you yeah. know what they make a lot of money and yeah, they, they are at the core of the problem see you see and again i don't want to turn this into a and for and for kind of a thing uh but because they're biased and because we know that they're biased they are the core of the problem that this community is so divided. You know what I'm saying? Like for the for the most part, like my chats, and I can I've I've have upward of, of 1,100 people in the chat. It's an amazing. The group of people that follow me are so amazing and so just like us, just gamers. It's it's it is such a treat as a content creator. But when you those when those kind of sites like that thrive. They built it. They build them on hate. They build it on, on community divide. That's why we should not support them. Game on daily. That is a site that you have to rally around. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
No, 100%. Mm-hmm. You guys know me well enough to know I don't really speak ill of people. I'm a positive guy. I always try yeah. to focus I'm telling you, you guys have no idea. I could get into it. Some of the stuff I've dealt with with N4G. Um, we had an article up um, um, on something, and uh, it got pulled down, just literally pulled off the site, and I reached out to him. This is one of several examples. Um, and the mod said, uh, I think the guy, the admin over there is Chris. I'll call him out by name. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, he said, yeah, Chris can take down whatever he wants if he doesn't like it. And wow. um, you wow. have one person running your whole site. And if just it doesn't agree with his opinion, uh, he'll just pull it off and it gets, you know, deactivated. Wow. That's so um, shitty, dude. I'm sorry. That sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're a huge site. They generate a ton of traffic, make a ton of money. And yet they're run by terrible, terrible people. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm not going to keep on it. That's not what this is about. So. Uh, what I do want to talk about, and Steve, yes, this is the Tony Hawk deck. And, you know, I know, Mo, you're getting this, too. I yeah. didn't realize, you know, that the uh, wood here is different. Everyone is unique. No shit. Oh, wow. I didn't know that, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to post a picture of mine when I pick it up later. I, wa- I, want, I want to compare it to yours. That's, that's really yeah, unique. So, no uh, one of the Xbox guys posted uh, to me last night, and he said, here's mine. I really like it. What's yours look like? And his is like a, uh, like a light brown. And I was like, dude, really? mine's like green. And so um, very, very cool. So definitely let me know what yours looks like. That's so freaking cool, man. Oh, it's, that's it's, really cool. And it's a, it's a real deck. This is a, that this is a and the game. Deck. That and the game, one hundred bucks. Yes, that's amazing. At, that's at, a, and the game with the uh, the extras, the digital deluxe. Yes. Yeah. So that's uh, that's just that's amazing. Yeah. So and this this deck Tony Hawk designed uh, from his Birdhouse Studio and said it's only coming with the game. You won't be able to get that design anywhere else. So that's amazing, wow. dude. Anyway. You know, it's funny. I had bought it, and I'm just such a sometimes I want to punch myself in the face, man. <laughs> I pre-ordered. You're not Jim Ryan, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, I I pre-ordered the digital edition immediately. I mean, like, as soon as it went up, I was like, oh, my God, Tony Hawk pre-order. And then a couple of weeks later, I was like, holy shit, for $50 more, I can get the board. And you know what? I, my wife and I—we don't have any kids. We're, we're in a small apartment. You know, we're, we're hopefully eventually, you know, saving for a, for a home eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my storage just can't take anymore. It get, literally with the stuff I have that I want to display. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have to just—I'm gonna have to go strong in this one. Yeah. But that board is dope, and that yeah, game—if you—if you—if you are a fan, my God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So I. I started the review on it a couple days ago. I'm doing the review for our site, my site. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, sorry for that banging. If that's loud in the mic, guys. no, man, you're good. Uh, <laughs> um, the game is incredible. Uh, it it's one of the best. I'll I'll say it's one of the best remakes I've played in a while. It yeah, that's is awesome, man. That's top awesome. To bottom, it has brought back the experience of that game when I was younger, but not even like they've added so much to it. There's so much customization and it has all these skaters old and new, even Tony Hawk's son Riley's in it. And it's got, you know, you can customize everything, your look and your clothes and your deck and the wheels. And it's all real brands and all the, it's got 50 some tracks of music all the like ska songs and you know stuff i i booted it up and i got a video of tony hawk um skating in the warehouse and rage against the machine machine started playing and i'm like this is gorgeous that's awesome man 40 bucks 40 bucks nintendo 
<laughs> you hear this? Are you there? It's licensed music. Licensed music, too. And licensed music. Nintendo. <laughs> it is so good. Um, in fact, I think it was Six Axis, a uh, pretty big site, um, definitely bigger than, than SG. They gave it a 10. Um, it, it's, it's really, really good. So if you were on the fence of Tony Hawk or you grew up in the PS1 Dreamcast era playing the Tony Hawk games and you didn't buy it, don't wait. Just go mm-hmm. buy it. It'd be, it's it's probably the best forty bucks because you want to talk about a compilation. Uh, you know, I, some people will suggest, and I and I might agree with them that Tony Hawk Two is the better game, but you're getting both. Yeah, you get both. You're yes. getting both and, and the forty bucks in the menu. Have you played it, Boom? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm about two hours in. I, I there's a Boom skater running around. He even has a, he even has a faux hawk like me. It's it's crazy. The funny thing is they don't have like a they have a bald guy, but not like a shaved head guy like me. So I'm actually using your mohawk on my guy. <laughs> but um, it uh the, the cool thing about it too is in the menu you can jump between Tony Hawk one and two. It's not like they're separate games, right? It's one yeah. game. You just jump between the levels. They're set up the same way. So you can jump into the level of Tony Hawk 2 and still go find your skate letters and your videos and all this yeah. stuff scattered throughout. It's so much fun, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I spent two hours just in the in, in the first board trying to get everything. I have everything but the score. because I, 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 I just got the highest score this morning. I was nice. sitting there for like half an hour. My wife, I was like, every time I'd get like, you know, 88,000. You have to get 100,000 to get the right. top yeah. Yeah. Like 80. God damn it, restart. You know, 70. <laughs> God damn it, restart. And I just kept restarting. Like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to get 100,000. I'm going to do. Oh, that's great, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I did play multiplayer. Um, I jumped into a match yesterday. It was the tag graffiti mode. So yeah. no problem. Match right away. Eight players jumped in and we we're skating all over the place and tagging everything colors. I was like, man, this is so much fun. So much it, great, it, It's so well done. It almost seems. Like it's it couldn't be possible, right? Like that's mm-hmm. how 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 I mean again, we, it's Activision, folks. Yeah. But 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 we have to look at what they've done in their last couple of uh, of like uh, mm-hmm. remakes, yeah, remakes, whatever they did. They did the Crash one a couple of years ago, and it was even though I'm not a big fan, and even though that game still breaks your balls, even though. It um, it's it was it was unbelievable. Then of course Spyro came out. I, I mean, listen, I, I I love platformers. I mean, I just one hundred percent of the entire game for Super Lucky, New Super Lucky's Tale. I'm, I'm a platform guy. I've always had it. Um, and I played Spyro like it was brand new. Uh, Nitro Racing. Oh my God, so good. And now this, it looks like they may be onto something. We may be seeing. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm even saying this publicly. Don't crucify me. Uh, I would love to see EA do this with SSX Tricky. Uh, many people would, yes, if that they do it right. Is the game if you can make SSS Tricky yeah. like Tony Hawk? Oh, I would love charge me more. sixty bucks. I'll take it, no problem. Because that happily, is happily, all time <laughs> favorite games. I'll me and my brother Dan, we played it for. I want to say hundreds of hours. It's crazy how much we played yeah, that game. Yeah. So the, the key is, right, Activision is – we're not going to get onto that topic of Activision. Mm-hmm. But what they've done right is they've gotten the right developers to make the games. Yeah, B-Nox B- really knocked it out of the park, man. B-Nox and Vicarious Visions, who yes. helped make all the original games. So they know what works in this game and what mm-hmm. to do with it, and they mm-hmm. nailed it, man. That bit even yeah. said, you know, one of the best remakes ever. I have to 
right now, I mean, I still want to put more time it's into it before I find a review. Um, shout out to Bad Bit, of course. Um, but yeah, one of the best remakes ever, and I agree with him. And and not to take this back off topic, but I saw Bad Bit was in here raging when I was talking about N4G. Yeah, he, he was. He was he's easy. He gets in his field. Joe's a good guy. He's actually on two of my shows. Joe's a good dude, man. Oh, yeah. He's always you're here every week, bad bit man. Super appreciative. But um, yeah, if they if they could do SSX and bring it back right and get the developer and do tricky right, man, God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So SSX three, man. Anyway, um, that's I'm all about Tony Hawk right now. I have been playing a little Wasteland. I talked about that last week. Again, excellent game. Dan's doing that review for us. Uh, that's coming. I'm doing the Tony Hawk review. Uh, Cloud is doing our Kingdoms of Amalur review. Um, so all those reviews are coming. Um, but great time for gaming, man. So you got a you got a great crew on your website, man. Just I've, just I just want to put it out there. I love their work. I love you guys' work. So thanks, man. So, yeah, yeah man. It's- I messaged you the other day too about one of the articles that yeah, I posted. That I, I, I loved it, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I like those kinds of things. Like, this would be a little controversial. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Oh no, man, it's it's quality writing. That's that's really appreciated for that's sure. The key. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty big stickler about what goes on the site. Um, yeah, I think you guys know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the guys like uh, Elu's in the chat. One of our mods here. He's an incredible writer. He's easily the best writer out of all of us. He he's mm-hmm. writing a novel as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like a serious writer. Uh, Steve's an excellent writer. Uh, mm-hmm. Cloud. I mean, they're all great. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. all great. So, it's, oh yeah, it's been a lot of fun to give them some more exposure as much as I can, of course, from the site. So it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, what else you guys playing? Anything you want to touch on before we uh, we kind of get to the wrapping up? Honestly, man, I'm just uh, yeah. So today, I, I I do want to finish because I did play the Avengers. Uh, in the beginning, I played the whole introductory sequence, you know, with uh, Kamala Avengers Day and how it uh, then transitions into the Golden Gate Bridge, which is uh, the demo that they've showed off from the beginning, you know, and even in the beta. And then I stopped there because then I went to watch Samurai Jack. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, how many, uh, how many seasons that show have? It's five seasons, uh, about maybe 12 episodes a season. Each episode is about 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, it's got some good stuff, and honestly, the, the the only reason I'm marathoning it is just because I want to play. I was really looking forward to that the game. game. Looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks really the well. Game done. looks it looks fun. You know, it's just like one of those fun romps that you just didn't really expect to to be as good as it is. And I always had my eye on it. And then after it was released, and some of the reviews and some of the impressions, they're like, "Yeah, man, this is like a fun old school slasher." I'm like, "Hey, man, this is cool. I, the, the, this is right up my alley." But they also said that it was really well made, and they said that you know it's um, it's made by fans of the game. You know, so a lot of things that you see and you do in the game, if you're a fan of the series, it'll really resonate with you. And for me, that's that's really why I'm kind of been you know. It's like we were saying about Tony Hawk. The people who make the game have to be invested in the quality of the game. It makes a world of difference. That's just Mm -hmm. what it is. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So Tony Hawk, I want to get into as well, and I just. It's it's a long list, man. I, I'm not going <laughs> to even bore bore anybody right now. I'll just keep it these two for now. <laughs> <laughs> this is all or these three, awesome. actually. I'm sorry. Um, so Matt, Matt, sh- shout out to Matt. Matt's a great dude. Supports dude. all of us. Yes, yeah, he really does. But, uh, yeah, terrible when first started starting to get the hang of again. When I first loaded Tony Hawk and started doing the tutorial again, man, I was like, oh my god, I'm getting really <laughs> uh, dude. I, I spent more time on the on the deck than I did actually on, on I mean on the ground than on the deck. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, so I'm still struggling a bit, but uh, no, it's great. It's great. 
Um, well, cool guys. So let's go ahead and, uh, wrap this up. We just hit the two hour mark. So it's mm-hmm. been a, it's been an absolute blast, man. Um, guys was a great guest. You guys, uh, it goes without saying, uh, we've already said my favorite thing to do, man, it's just to sit and talk with real gamers mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. do it forever. It's just, it's a, it's a love. So, uh, Mo, I'll start with you, brother. Um, we've got, uh, episode 13. I know of backlog chronicles you just published and you and machine gun Mike are, uh, yeah. are doing well and developing a little community and uh you know i do mention it and and help try to spread the word as much as i can for you guys I appreciate but, you, uh, man. yeah what uh what you got going on what um you know where yeah can so find? so they can uh, find us at the 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 backlog chronicles is what it's called you know i mean and the funny thing is is i wanted to include some backlog in there but we talk about anything but the backlog because clearly <laughs> there's just so much shit to play that it's just it's like an it's like an endless abyss you yep. know so uh, we thought, you know, uh, backlog chronicles, the backlog, uh, the, the Twitter user, the Twitter handle, I'm sorry, is, uh, the backlog underscore pod. Uh, so okay. we put out an episode every week, uh, and we do want to, we've been talking for a few weeks, you know, to try to do different things, something like this, where we can have people like, you know, find people like you guys on, you know, yeah. just to have this man, it's a non, it's non-monetary. I don't do it. We're not, we don't do anything for you know, to gain any financial benefit from it. We just really do it because we just love doing this, man. You know what I mean? This is what it's all about for me. So life and work and family, and there's just enough hard shit as it is. So if you can dedicate this kind of time, you know, a week to just talk with real people about this kind of stuff. I mean, that's really at the end of the day, what it's all about for Mike and I. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where you can find us. And I hope to, Man, I really hope to have you guys on soon too. It's, oh, it's absolutely, awesome. dude! Send the invite. You, I'm, you, we follow my, each other on Twitter, brother. Just yeah, we do. Me. We do. Yeah. It's my absolute pleasure, man. And Ainsley, thank you for having me today, dude. I, it's awesome, man. You know, you're you're one of the people that I, you know, that I've been following for a while, and your style and everything that you do, I really look up to it. So I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. Absolutely. Pleasure and um, yeah, this won't be same thing. I told Boom the first time; it won't be the last time you're on here, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh yeah, Boom. I know um, my community. We've talked about this before. My community knows you. They know your shows. uh, How much effort and love you put into them every week, man. Um, But go ahead, give shout out. Let us know what you're up to. Well, I mean, obviously, you can follow me uh, very easily uh, on Twitter at MrBoomstickXL. DMs are open to everyone. Just throw me a message. I talk with the community on a regular basis. I think that's really what it's about. Again, my channel was built on the ground floor of community uh, interaction. I think that Mm -hmm. if you... If you do it for monetary gains, that good on you. For me, it's always been about community, about people, about enjoying the industry, uh, knocking down walls, uh, building people, uh, other sites up, regardless of size. Like it, it, whether you have a million subs or, or one sub, uh, if you need help building it, reach out to me. I, I, I will go out of my way to do that i think that this industry needs more of that i think we need to uh help each other more we, we don't see enough of that i do that and i try to yeah. do that on a regular basis and i yeah. and, and, and it, it, you know what again every little bit helps because you'd be surprised i mean listen there, there are millions of amazing content creators on youtube and we can't find them all. Sometimes we need a little help, and that's yeah. what we should do with one another. Uh, and you know, the, and, and everyone that's in the chat I, that are usually in my chat as well. You you know the site. I mean, you know you you know you know the uh, the channel. 
Uh, Primetime Gaming is celebrating its one-year anniversary this Monday. Uh, I'm going to be uh, – yeah, it's one year for the day that we launched that show. Um, and thank you. Thank you so much. And it's been very – it's been, been doing very well. Uh, we're going to be giving away uh, a copy – of Resident Evil 3 uh, for the Xbox, as well as the online portion. Uh, that was donated by a fan who I'll be giving a uh, shout-out live on the air for that particular show. And we're also giving away $100 worth of gift cards, four $25 gift cards to wherever you want, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Amazon, or, of course, Nintendo eShop, whatever you want. You just got to be in the chat. And then, of course, we have uh, the Xbox Factor podcast on Thursdays and Friday mornings, Breakfast with Boom, and uh, yeah, I mean, just, uh, if you're interested, uh, I just crossed 5,000 subs for, of course. Um, Congrats, man! Yeah, That's awesome. You. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been a great journey, and it's you know I make three years on YouTube uh, come November first, uh, November third, I should say, and it's been great. Uh, transitioning to a new career from law enforcement to um, you know, to gaming has been amazing and the community has accepted me and, uh, it's, you know, they, they called me officer friendly. Uh, and I, obviously I think that, <laughs> people think that uh, they know what kind of a good guy I am. I love being a good guy. I love, uh, you know, again, lifting others up and dude, thanks so much for having me. This was great. And of course, Mo, it was awesome. We got to get you on the show. Uh, be my pleasure, man. Uh, yeah. We're going to have a good time. Absolutely. Awesome, it'll be my pleasure. That's awesome. So uh, it's funny you mentioned uh, 5,000 subs because uh, we just hit that last week, too. Yes. So we must, yes. We must be like very similar in, in sub count. Uh, <laughs> I love it, man. That's great. Congrats man. to you guys, man. That's great. This so, is good to see. Yeah. So we uh, wanted to shout out that we hit 5,000. So thanks to all you uh, lovely men and women who, uh, you know, tune in every week and, and sub to us. Uh, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, we got a bunch of reviews coming this week for all the new games. So they're already kind of being worked on and just finalized. Um, as you know, we don't review things before release because we want to make sure everything works. Day one patches, multiplayer. We test all that before publishing our reviews. Yep. Um, we do have a new uh, draft from uh, Steve has another article coming this week. Um, it's going to be another interesting one. So uh, look for that. That'll probably be out Monday, Tuesday, early in the week. And then um, next week we have a big show too because uh, Dan or guy on the right, as we like to call him, he will be back. <laughs> <laughs> back next weekend. Jez from Windows Central is going to join us next week. Um, That's awesome. Trying to get, That's uh, Jez. awesome, dude. That's good. Right, yeah, that would be a great one. And, you know, here and there and, uh, you know, uh, I've been talking with him for a while about having him uh, doing a show with him. And it just kind of worked out that uh, next week is going to be the one. So it should be good, assuming he can still make it. Um, but that'll be a good show as well. So mm -hmm. uh, really fun show this week, guys. Thank you for coming on. Thanks again for the conversation. Great topics and uh, just love chatting with you guys. So yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. And again, that's is that what it's supposed to be? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to yeah. laugh. You know what? Like I said, this has been two hours, and I could probably go for another five. You know what I'm saying? That's how good the show is. Easily. Yeah. It's, Easily. Uh, sort of. Uh, we've talked about it, but that's the that's the sad, disappointing thing about what happened with E3 this year. Yeah, because dude, we would we we had everything. We were so ready to go. Our plans, Mo, and you should have seen. We had, we had a. We've talked about this on the show, and I just can't help it because it's so disappointing. Tell me, man, I didn't hear this. I must have not been there. Tell me. <laughs> I want to be disappointed with you. Tell me. <laughs> house in Hollywood, two houses together, um, mm -hmm. that were going to be me, Boom, all the lords, 
uh, and uh, Enrique wow. from Brad. Uh, what was it? Ten or twelve of us? It was twelve mm-hmm. of us. You also had Gaming Forte was going to be there as well. Wow. It, 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 dude, the place was gorgeous, and it was it, it was fifteen minutes from the event. Oh my god! We even, yeah, we, even a, we even had a we even had an Escalade that held eight people yeah. that we're gonna we were gonna use. We didn't have to spend car fare, man. It just it was wow. it was the ultimate setup, man. It was. We had shows planned. We had yeah. uh, we were going to all the conferences, and oh my god, yeah, it's just, it's disappointing. So anyway, but my point in bringing that up again, boom, was you know how much how nice it is to do this in person, where we can all oh, just yeah. sit around, one percent, all game. Mm-hmm. So it will maybe come next, back. Maybe next year, man. Maybe maybe they you know the vaccine comes at the end of the year, maybe early twenty twenty one. They kind of get a handle on the world, and maybe they bring back E three. Maybe they bring back Fan Fest. Maybe even if it's done you know, in a smaller venue, I'll take just it. Just to honestly, man, just to I really feel your pain, you know, because I have always wanted to go to E three, and uh, I was a resident, and I just graduated in June. So oh, I'm, thank you. So last year, I had told my wife. I told her, "Hey, when I finish residency next year, like my gift to myself, I want to go to E three. I swear Great to God." Gift. And it didn't happen, man. You know? <laughs> so, so I'm with you, man. I, I, I share your misery. I swear to God. But again, next year, hopefully. So I think if nothing else, we've learned based on the shit show it's been for three months that uh, we need E3. Mm-hmm. We absolutely so. do. You know what? People people could denounce it all they want. But you know something? COVID has, has proven that the digital era is just not quite there. And that you need a you need a venue. See, see, and, and 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 of course, you know, nobody wants nobody wanted 2020 the way it is. No one would even suggest such a thing. But I think that what it did, being that as, as technologically advanced as we are as a society, mm-hmm. we have come to the understanding that the physical nature of E3, the dominance that it was that it was you know many many years ago. I think that when it comes back, it's going to come back and and once again dominate the industry because to have all of those amazing experiences in one one week and one location and you know spread out through one area, it, it's it's I think it's a necessary evil and I think that this of you know the the. the the current world situation has proven that it is still valuable, not only to the companies, but more importantly to the people, us, uh, the gamers. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, 100%. So, and I see a bunch of people in chat too. Bizzle, what's up, brother? Bomber saying, you know, they'd love to go too. So, it'll be, mm-hmm. we'll do it, man. Hopefully, we'll get it done next year. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, great show. One more thing I totally forgot about. I'm repping this new, uh, the latest logo. Uh, I'm waiting for mine in the mail, man. That's the same exact one I bought. <laughs> The same color. I love it's awesome. it, dude. It's awesome. It, it's really – I was going to go for, like, something a little more exotic, you know, yellow or whatever, but I'm like, I can't take myself seriously wearing that color unless it's this one. You know, this one I could wear it. This one I could wear it, you know, but if I was wearing it yellow, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think my wife would have killed me, so black was yeah. a safe one for sure. <laughs> I had it in my car in orange, and then I ended up switching to this. But anyway, you know, the, the latest one I actually went I to love Diego. It, man. That's you know, and I, I love I it, man. I love it dead themed kind of like that season gaming one and so that's the latest i think shirts are on sale right now in the store and as, as i think most everyone's aware uh, i donate 50 percent of that revenue to uh to uh, special effect and um able gamers 
So uh, it's always a pleasure, you know, to see sales. And thanks for that, Mo, because um, like I said, it's fun donating to them. Uh, once yeah, dude, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to oblige with that kind of stuff, man. It's not even a question for me. So, yeah, awesome. absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. See, look, we, we, I, keep, I think I was going to end the show like 20 minutes ago and we just keep talking. See, that's what happens when they... <laughs> Anyway, chat, you've been awesome. Guys, you've been awesome. Thank you so much. This was uh, BitCast 121. Like I said, Dan's back next week, and uh, we will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. All right, All right guys. Everybody. Have Thanks a good one. Bye. Take it easy. <clears throat>